You're listening to the Castworks Industries Comedy Podcast Network. Oh, yeah. I'm back, and I'm ready to put my foot inside someone's ass. That's how it's done. Hi, this is Bex from Garris Random Ramblings. You're listening to The Robin Slim Show. Listener discretion is advised. In this corner, the devastating duo of mayhem, carnage, and absolute destruction, Rob and Slim! You're listening to The Rob and Slim Show with Rob. I do not date Plain Jane assistants. Slim. No one loves you like I do. And sometimes the Slamborghini. I love ladyboys. Internet radio's finest. With my laser vision Destroying leftists with logic and hitting Logic and science and separate latrines These are what trigger the dangerous keys Dealing the leftists some serious damage Stab them with logic and give them a bandage Owning the left Is this where the left is at? Really? Sorry kids but facts don't care about your feelings My wife is a doctor My wife is a doctor The left is a problem My wife is a doctor I fry snowflakes Sunglasses Smoke chronic But at 6 p.m. I can't use that electronic No, it's Shabbos Good Shabbos I can't read your comments Can't have any involvement But my boyfriend can post shit He'll own you with logic While I sit back and do nothing But on Sunday I promise I'll post lots of content Yeah Poning the libtards And the snowflake bitches Separating dairy From all my meat dishes Got separate sinks And two separate whole kitchens This country was founded On God and religion Whoever's not married By 25 is A sodomite living in sin uh, This is science Have an abortion And you're getting sentenced To slave labor in Egypt Okay this is epic. My yamaka is keeping yo away all the demons. Uh, I slay them dumb snowflakes while I'm sleeping. I cornered the whole damn snowflake melting market. I own feminists, socialists, and schwarzes. Yes. Okay, this is epic. Okay, this is epic. My wife is a doctor. I'm probably adopted. I fly Israel with my rocket launcher, my rockets, my laser. Bible Fedora. I've been Manischewitz and tweeting for some drama. Obama? More like no Obama. There's more than two genders. Not life begins with your dad busting a nut. I don't mean to brag, but my IQ is a thousand. I'm the chosen people spokesperson. Yeah. King yeah. of the whole yeah. internet. Yeah. Running loops around the liberal group. Is this hello liberal? Soup. I play it cool. Speak at your liberal school. Sip it some matzo ball. I fire back. Logic and facts. No matter how triggered the liberals get. Don't fuck with me before the high holidays. I swear to God that I'm not fucking gay. I'm not. Gay. I'm 
not gay. My wife is epic. I own the leftist. Uh, Mr. A, the Liptards and Snowflakes for breakfast. With logic and logic and facts and logic. Uh, uh, okay, so seriously, uh, who thought this, this song would be okay? Uh, like, who in the world thought this would be okay? Like, okay, I, I'm not, not, not even personally offended, okay? Like, but this is definitely, like, seriously, literally offensive. My wife is a doctor, okay? So I know what I'm talking about. This guy is not even a real Jew. He, he should drop his pants. This is Summer Smith, and you're listening to The Robin Slim Show. Booyah, boona. Hey, guys, this is RJ Mitty, and you're listening to The Robin Slim Show. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Michael Mahone. Yum, 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 I think the biggest misconception about Thailand is that it's gonna all be about the lady boys. Like they're just gonna be everywhere, hanging out of windows with the cocks in their panties, but it's not. It's not, Slim. It's not. Stop telling everyone it it's is. It's not. Fucking get get your lady boy fix. Uh, Where's Slambo? Is that where he is right now? Probably in Thailand. Fucking getting lady boy love. <laughs> Fucking with all them lady boys. I got us on that uh, new network. I had the intro at the beginning. The the Castworks Industries, the guy's really cool uh, that runs it. I can't remember his name. But I got screenshots from the email and shit. Like, if anyone's looking, if anyone has a comedy podcast, because it's just for comedy. Oh, okay, uh, cool. I think he has other, like, shows on there, too. But, like, it's just founded for, like, comedy podcasts. It's oh, a new, awesome. new network, but he's got a lot to offer um, from free packages to even, I think, like, $25 a month for some packages. Like, it's, it's pretty good. And they just partnered with some other company that does, like, really big shit. Um, blah, 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 I'm just seeing if there's anything I missed in, uh, in here, but yeah, it's, uh, castworksindustries.com, and yeah, they finalized an agreement with, I guess, this big company that does, uh, they do, they, they run iHeartMedia, uh, Wall Street Journal, Vox, some other shit, mm-hmm. and they, yeah, they partnered with them, and even in their, like, uh, emails, like, I think it's, like, once or twice a week, they do have, like, fucking cool things, like, the the bottom of one had, like, a link on how to, like, stop saying, uh, or whatever, you know, oh, like, okay. words like that, and then, uh, they, they even have, like, fucking, um, like, links to jobs in, like, podcast, uh, things, like, uh, I think it's comedy producer for one of the Spotify shows, like, whatever they have is, like, it's on there. It's some really cool shit. That's awesome. Really cool shit, motherfuckers. So if you want to get on there, get on there. I don't give a shit what you do. You might not be able to get on there. You might suck. They might be like, yo, you, you fucking suck. Yeah, but yeah. that's what it was, too. Like, when I, I, I originally messaged, contacted the guy, um, I'm like, here's our here's our uh, Podbean if you want to check us out. And he's like, yeah, it's, it's hilarious. He started listening and shit. So. Oh, that's awesome. I'm cool. like, cool, cool. It's not like that fucking one bag of shit network from years ago. I don't know. Those fucking losers. Lady Boys. Oh, Lady right. Boy the Lady Network? Yeah. 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 They didn't like us. They didn't fucking like us. They were going to lose their gigs. <laughs> All their sweet gigs in Wall Street and shit because of us being on the same network. That's, that's nobody ever. Nobody ever has lost a fucking gig, a job over being on a podcast network where Robin Slim is. If you have, fuck you. You're an asshole. Yeah. You should have lost your fucking job. You probably sucked at your job anyway. Your job's probably been looking to get you out of there for years. If that's the right. excuse they give you, you're on a fucking podcast network. You do a comic book co- podcast, but you're on a network, Robin Slim. You're fucking out of here. <laughs> fucking pack your shit. You'll never work in this town again. Yeah, no, that's fucking not. Re- that's not fucking reality. reality. Yeah. You fucking asshole cunts. 
fucking piece of shit, dog shit, whatever the fucking fat loser was that had the little ponytail. Right, I remember his little ponytail, yeah. little ponytail, douchebag, whatever the fuck you are, you fat slob. (laughs) Should have listened to the fucking show before you put us on your network. You had a big fucking nerd boner to put us on the fucking network when you saw how many fucking followers and shit I had, and then all of a sudden you were like, oh, I can't have you on. Fucking douchebag, motherfucker. I remember his name. Randall Slivley. Oh, it was Randall, yeah. Randall, yep. Slivley, I don't fucking know. Randy, how you doing, Randy? I'm sure your fucking network's really rocking there, Randall. Fucking bag of shit. Probably dead in your fucking mom's basement. That's how they found you on Christmas morning. <laughs> fucking wrapping your last gift. Fucking putting it under the tree, they found you dead. Just fucking die. You just had a fucking aneurysm because you're fat and you fucking never took care of yourself. You fat fuck. That's what happens. Yeah, you like It's not the Robin Swim shit. Show that does no. you in. It's your own. <laughs> and your boss that hated you already. You fucking dickhole. <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck you. And die. Christmas morning. At the Randall's house. The Randall right, Ranch. Right under the Christmas tree. Right under the Randall Ranch. <laughs> the Sign. Randall ranch. <laughs> like you went out to put the Christmas lights on at the Randall Ranch and you just fucking died. died. You fucking died, bro. Fucking dead. Dead on Christmas morning. That should be a news. Like after too many rapes is over, dead on Christmas morning. Dead on Christmas morning. I like a new that. skit. New skit coming next season. New series. Next network. Fuck yeah, fuck yeah. What else is going on? Did you do you do you, have, you don't have HBO yet? No, I almost like fuck. looked into it today and I was like, huh, I don't know. Right, just gemstones, it's the best ever. It was like a nineteen eighty nine flashback episode and the kids act kids kid actors they got to play Jesse and Judy were, were just spot on. Cool. There I got a couple clips. Um what was it? It was uh it? you know, not that yet. Okay. I'll tell you when. All right. If you want to get it ready, you could get it ready, but uh yeah. I had I had the audio of that and no, then for some reason sense. and they don't put a lot on um on YouTube and for some reason I checked the next day and like that clip is is what I already had and I was like cool because it's better to see it's better to fucking see but uh so I got the audio and shit um it was uh Judy's birthday party I forget what how old she was turning and uh well it started with uh who's who's plays the wife um blah 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 did I write it down I don't even know I don't even know. She's like a big actress who plays uh, Amy Lee, who's like the dead wife of Eli, which is John Goodman. But um, uh, it starts with her like announcing she's pregnant. I think like they, they start to do their uh, Sunday service or whatever. And right before the fucking curtains o- open, she tells John Goodman. He's like, what? Like he's all oh, in shock. Wow. But um, then they tell Jesse and uh, Judy at dinner or lunch afterwards. And, and they, they, Jesse's like, I, I hope it's not even a real baby. I hope it's. Hope it's like you had to take a shit or something. Like, <laughs> I want another fucking baby around here. You barely pay attention. I was like, he's just talking all this shit. It's great. Nobody wants another one. Uh, and then Baby Billy, Baby Billy Freeman comes in. Uh, Walton Goggins, and uh, he's he's all pissed off because uh, they just set up like a fucking uh, tour because him and uh, and the sister they do like some fucking singing song and dance uh, shit. Okay. So he and he's like fucked up. He's like struggling three fucking divorces and he's broke, selling off fucking parts of the land and shit, uh, which was like their parents' fucking land and shit. So mm. um, he's just trying not to fucking be broke, a uh, big of shit, and uh, and he's like fuck. He's like, didn't you drop all your eggs already? You're like forty. Like he's man here. It's great. It's great. So um, well, I removed that. But I had a couple clips. What did I have? Oh, and then there's the birthday party. And uh, uh, she's getting gifts. And she's got an air horn. And she's sitting on like a throne. And there's like a clown there. And every gift she's opening, she's blowing the air horn. Like, because it sucks. 
I guess if the gift sucks, <laughs> she, she pulls an arrow and she's like, I already got like three of these and she's throwing them in a pile. <laughs> Hates every gift until Wal- uh, Baby Billy, Uncle Baby, Baby Billy comes in with a fucking pink Cadillac. It's like a Hot Wheel, Power Wheels, whatever the fuck they were. You know, the big ass thing yeah. you drive and she loves it. She loves it. But the parents don't want her to have it. And they're like, we got you one more gift. It's a fucking shitty locket. It's a sh- spoiler alert. It's a shitty locket. <laughs> it's a shitty locket. So then Baby Billy goes down to the lake to fucking drink some beers and smoke some cigarettes. And Jesse's down there. And so he starts, like, planting seeds in his fucking head. And he's like, you know what I'd do when I was a kid? He's like, I would I'd go in front of my dad and all his friends and make a fool out of him. I would fucking call him a dick and all this shit. So he gets Jesse drunk. <laughs> Jesse starts getting fucking wasted. And, and then he goes in to fucking do that. So I have, I do have a clip of drunk Jesse. Where the fuck is it? Um, oh, and then, uh, well, well, also before that, while he was, uh, Jesse was getting yelled at because he was talking all sorts of shit about the new baby. And so... The sister, Judy, was, like, on the stairs, like, listening in. And so they, they called her out for being there. Judy, go upstairs, hon. I like watching Jesse get in trouble. It makes my bird twitch. Ew, Judy! Get out of here! What the hell is a bird? Oh, is she talking about her privates? It is my privates. Get upstairs, Judy! <laughs> so good, it makes my bird twitch. Okay, so, uh, oh, that was next week's clip, because I yeah, do. I don't want to leave it hanging without... The next week's clip, but I will play first uh, Drunk Jesse, which is great. After he gets fucking, like, shit-faced. Here we go. Here's Drunk Jesse. And this is at her birthday party. This is at her birthday party. He gets fucking shit-faced and starts shit with the dad, Eli. If it ever fucking goes in the player, I gotta fucking... Here we go. Drunk Jesse. It's great. Hey! Eli Jemstone. Jesse? I really don't want to have another sibling. And if you all do have this kid, and if it ends up being a kid that's for real... Like a real one? Then guess what? Have you been drinking? Don't interrupt. <laughs> let, let, let me say, I will never be nice to this kid. And if you all do have this kid, I will make sure that its life is so dumb that every time y'all turn y'all's backs, I'll pee in its face. <laughs> That's right, everybody. I'm Jesse Gemstone. Eli Gemstone's son. I'm about to throw up. I'm going to pause it real quick, because first of all, that is like spot on a kid version of Danny McBride. And second of all, he's going to throw up in the barbecue grill that, that Eli's like grilling burgers. Oh, on. that's amazing. So. <laughs> Did you hear it sizzling? <laughs> <laughs> Power food. That is a lot. Just yeah. He drank like six or seven beers. Jesse. Alright. And then I gotta go to that clip. Do you get it ready? This is uh this is the best. This is the highlight of the show. Um what's her name? Jennifer Nettles. She plays uh Amy Lee Gemstone and it's her and Walton Goggins and uh the song's name called Misbehaving. Um yeah, like I said, they did they did from like when they were kids, they did this like song and dance fucking act. So they do it in church. They do it in in the gemstone, like, service. Oh, okay. Like, he just, like, he's like, you want, you want to see a preview? And then it just goes from here. The song is the best. The shit that they did, because it's called Misbehaving, it's all the shit they did that was bad as kids, and it's not even, like, none of it's really bad shit. Like, it's uh. just hilarious, like, spoof. Right. So, yeah, hit that play. Do y'all want to see a sneak peek? Fuck yeah. Oh, I, I, I so we got to go to a commercial. Oh, I don't think we're going to take a break yet, because guess what? I wore my clogging shoes. My clogging shoes, motherfucker. <laughs> Let's do it. 
Oh, uh, I, I, I think Eli <laughs> needs to take a commercial break. Just, just, oh. just leave the dancing to us, Eli. Come on now. The rest of us, we gonna sing and we gonna dance! He hates, he hates baby Billy. You see the look on his face, like, very much instantly. Mama told me not to, I did anyway, misbehaving. Daddy said don't, but I said I'm gonna misbehaving. Hide on a windowsill, swimming in the creek. Catching crawdads and playing with a stick. And I got caught shaving. <laughs> Just two little country kids outside misbehaving. <laughs> Teacher said don't, but I said it anyway, misbehaving. Preacher said no, if you do, you're gonna pay misbehaving. Kicking and spitting and cussing out loud. Running through the house with a pickle in my mouth. That's Playing my favorite. Street, look at me outside of waving. Just two little kids out there misbehaving. He's so pissed. He's just messing around till we bet that man in the thorny crown I taught us that tricks and mischief things to say Jane So from now on there's no misbehaving Oh, it's, it's perfect Perfect corny church shit Yeah <laughs> Running through the house with a pickle in my mouth That's like my favorite thing Like, nothing wrong with that Listen, don't go missing, I'm behaving. I comb my hair and I brush my teeth. I make my bed and I eat my greens. I wash my hands to keep away from Satan. <laughs> so no more tricks and no more misbehaving. No more tricks and no more misbehaving. Very catchy. Right? Oh yeah, you won't have that. You won't be able to get that out of your head. That was awesome. Um, then it did have some really sad shit in there. Like it had some sad family shit, and uh, even the very end of it, because it uh, when it uh, transitioned back to the present, it transitioned to Baby Billy in his car. He still got the same shitty car from back then, and he's smoking a cigarette, and he pops in a cassette of that song, like the original version as a kid, and it's oh, just okay. kind of sad. Like, and you do see like the bad blood between him and Eli and the sister and all that, and like. Because, I don't know, did we play the clip? I don't know if we played the clip, but there is a clip from, like, another episode where, like, Baby Billy never showed up to, like, the funeral or even around while uh. Amy Lee was dying. It was just fucking crazy. Just crazy. But, uh, yeah. And then next week, here you go. Here's your, your preview for next week. Because you don't want to forget about car pranks. Car pranks are the best. Baby, you were in a high-speed chase, and now that van is in Kelvin's garage. Well, I told you, we do elaborate pranks. How is that even a prank? Just like the, a van flipping over? Yeah, I just... Look, I mean, obviously, that wasn't really that good of a prank. <laughs> <laughs> Won't you come on down here and get that van? I wish you would. Next time I see you, it ain't gonna be good. Well, what about you, Judy? What's your daddy got you doing these days? She helped him the entire organization. Seems strange to me she's not fucking center like everybody else. Well, maybe that's just me talking. No, that's not just you talking. We're doing real work here. Why don't you go restock the church office supplies or something? <laughs> <laughs> Baby Shoot Billy always starting shit, always planting seeds. I fucking love Baby Billy. That is Walton Goggins. Like, even him as uh, as Lee Russell in Vice Principal is just the same fucking same. way. Like, just the devil just putting shit in people's heads and, like, fucking just a mastermind. Just amazing, amazing. Um, What was I going to say? Uh, But you do see, too, like, in that last, in that last like, flashback episode, uh, Eli was just so proud of the fact that him and Amy Lee stood, like, side by side on stage where, like, Walton would try to upstage her. Uh, baby Billy, but 
going like I just love that too with this episode like him saying why isn't the daughter involved more when you know the wife was right there up, up right, front and up center front like center, I do yeah. so I love that coming like full circle type of shit full circle with that fucking shit what the fuck else is going on Slim I started watching uh I don't give a shit what's going on about you. I just had to think about what I was going to say next. All right. Um, you like that, right? No, uh, I started watching The Dark Crystal. Okay. Fucking great. I think two episodes in, really good, really good. I was worried about it being, like, slow because um, I tried putting the original movie on from William, I think it was, uh, I don't know, a couple winters ago, and I, I, my dad took me to see it as a kid, and I liked it as a kid, but uh, the series is so much better. And, like, we were watching it, and it was just kind of slow, and I, I could tell he wasn't getting into it, and I really wasn't. Right. I'm like, I turned it off. I'm like, yeah, buddy, we could just go do something else. Let's go do something else. But uh, the series is great. It's not it's fucking not boring at all. At all. No. Cool. Visually amazing. That's what I've heard. So I... it looks like all the original. I don't even... I, think I heard there's no, there is no CGI. Oh, it's no CGI. Because I was going to say, it looks all like the original like Jim Henson yeah. like, puppets and shit. Yeah, so they... I didn't know if they just CGI'd it. But... There's no computer oh graphics God. in this series. Like there's fucking a. I just saw today amazing. there's um, a documentary where it's like a two-hour long documentary of them breaking down how they made it. But apparently it they put a lot of fucking work into this. It must have because it looks that fucking amazing. And the story's great. It's a story... I guess before the Skeksis and, and everything was all fucked up, uh, when they were still in control of the crystal and shit like that, they tricked the fucking old wizard bag of shit, I don't know, mm. to get control of it. And like everyone, all those little, I forget what they're called, the little fucking fairy fuckers. Um, uh, can't sure. remember. I just but started watching the first they, um, too. They fucking um, uh, are just like figuring out, figuring every fucking thing out. So it's cool. It's cool. Did you actually have anything else? I, I did. Um, I finally saw the live action Aladdin movie. Oh, it was fucking terrible. Good. It was so bad. I hope it ruined actually, your fucking day. I hope it fucking I, crushed it your did. childhood dreams. It just destroyed me. Good. Um, I actually thought Will Smith was the oh. best part of the movie. I thought you were going to say you actually considered uh, suicide. I did. Uh, but no, but Will Smith was actually the best part of the movie. It was the guy that played Aladdin was terrible. The really? guy that uh, played J- Jafar was that terrible. That was going to say. I had heard like that guy that played Jafar oh, was like, fucking the awful. worst. The worst. And then after I, I watched it, I actually went back and watched the cartoon thinking like, well, maybe the, the original wasn't that good but i rewatched it and the original still stands up today the original's amazing just violent they're just like yelling praise allah in it where they cut that out completely in the uh the live action movie he also and... says show me your tits or something right in the yeah. tower does it just show me your pussy i or think something? so i think there's a there's a disney who's obsessed with like sex and they got a dick a on the cover. <laughs> yeah. i don't know that was the little mermaid i don't know i think there's <laughs> Dude, a big like chocolate asshole in, there's a in scene Agrabah or in, something in the live action film where like uh fucking aladdin's climbing out of the cave and uh, he's given the lamp to Jafar, and Jafar just, like, steps on his hand. In the original, Jafar pulls out a fucking knife and is just like, I'm going to fucking kill you now. Well, if you weren't <laughs> watching Disney movies alone, you could probably be getting laid. And uh, you know what you would need for that, you fucking piece of shit? I don't know. Shit. What would I need? Uh, you would need some uh, fucking condoms uh, from MountMojo.com, M-T-M-O-J-O.com. Their premium uh, condom subscriptions let you tailor, dis- uh, tailor a discreet package to fit your lifestyle. Not yours, because you ain't needing this condom. But, uh, <laughs> you can set up a monthly, a one-time subscription package in 6, 12, or four, 24, fucking 14, whatever the fuck you want, packs delivered straight to your fucking house, motherfucker. Monthly subscriptions get free shipping. Never deal with that awkward feeling again. We uh, have cool fucking apparel like t-shirts and boxer shorts with pockets. Each come with a condom in a custom condom case. Check us out at mountmojo.com. Use promo code RSMOJO, R-S-M-O-J-O, to get 10% off apparel and swag. Get your mojo on, asshole. We're going to break. I'm going to break, and uh, the music selection is uh, is both versions of uh, Misbehaving. So if you didn't fucking enjoy it enough, you're going to enjoy it some more, assholes. Let's see, let's see. 
Here you go. Right in your fucking ear holes. This, 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 this is Hollywood actor Steve Coulter. Uh, uh, and I'm appearing with the delightful scumbags, uh, Rob and Slim. Rob's the old one. Is Rob the old one? Yes. Yes. Rob's the old one. <laughs> <laughs> it's like 75. How did you meet the boys? Did you just go by a school one day? I was, I was, at, the, I was at the bus stop. <laughs> we, we all met when me and Slambo were in seventh grade. I had a lot of candy, Steve. <laughs> he had Pokemon cards. He, he, he learned us in. Did you have a puppy? Oh, I have a quick story. The box had three, three puppies, but my dick was inside. Hey guys, it's Ryder Doll. I know what you're thinking. With all the porn out there, who's looking for phone sex? Well, I'll tell you who. Tens of thousands of totally normal guys just like you who felt lonely or, you know, in need of something different to get them off. So whether you're curious how to make me your hot little fuck toy for the night or you're absolutely desperate to make me your girlfriend, check me out on RyderDoll.com. That's R-Y-D-E-R-D-O-L-L.com. Click the tab for deals and promotions. And just for hearing me on the Robin Slim Show, I'm going to hook you up with some free minutes to use in our first call. So what are you waiting for? Hit pause on the porn and visit me on RyderDoll.com. I can't wait to make you blow a huge load and to blow your fucking mind. <laughs> Are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Been fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new toy or adult movie? Well, here's an offer you won't be able to resist. Go to AdamandEve.com and for a limited time only, you'll get 50% off just about any item. But that's not all. Oh, no. When you select your one item at 50% off, you'll also receive three free adult DVDs for a little inspiration. Plus, a free extra gift so sensual, we can't mention it on the radio. And to top it all off, we'll even throw in free shipping on your entire order. And no, we're not teasing. So check out adamandeve.com today for this special offer. Get 50% off one item when you type ROB for the offer code upon checkout. When you do, you'll get three free DVDs, a free extra gift, and free shipping. Just use offer code ROB, R-O-B, ROB, at adamandeve.com. Just so you know, this show is about scary stuff. So don't say I didn't warn you guys. And remember, don't be scared. Murderous Miners brings true tales of children who have killed. Premeditated murders, accidental killings and deaths, from toddlers to 18-year-old killers, no one is too young to take a life. Join me, War Baby, as I try to tell these stories of the young who've killed, the lives they took, and even the ones who've been left behind. Why do children kill? What do we do with young killers? And do they kill again? And until next time, don't be scared. Are we on? We are on. The fuck is uh, the Frankie Sings? Drizz Frankie sucks. Sings People is right. People are sick of the Drizz. Here. 
Yeah. What do you mean people are sick of me? That's what I said. Yeah. That's a fucking line nobody's ever sick of the drizz. <sighs> I am. We're gonna have a little drizz next. We're gonna have the most offensive uh, too many rapes ever. <laughs> to date, at least. To date, at least. Where's uh, uh here we go. You got it too? Because I think you have a small part, unfortunately. Yeah. And it's let's see, here we go. Now it's time for Frankie Sings the Hits with your host with the most, Frankie Tube Stakes. Uh, get back! Ludicrous! Heads up! Heads up! Here's another one! Uh, uh, oh! And another one! Yeek yeek! Whoop whoop! Why are you all in my ear? Talking a whole bunch of shit that I ain't trying to hear. Get back, motherfucker. You don't know me like that. Get back, motherfucker. You don't know me like that. Yeek, yeek, whoop, whoop. I ain't playing around. Make one false move and I'll take you down. Get back, motherfucker. You don't know me like that. Get back, motherfucker. You don't know me like that. Woo. So, so, come on, come on. Don't get swung on, swung on. It's the knick-knack. Paddywhack still driving Cadillacs. Family off the street made my homies put the baggies back. Ugh, still stacking plaques, yep. Still action packed, yep. And dough, I keep it flipping like acrobats. That's why I pack a Mac, that'll crack them back. Cause on my waist there's more heat than a shack attack. But I ain't speaking about ballin', ballin'. Just thinking about brawlin', so y'all start ballin'. We all in together now, birds of a feather now. Just bought a plane, so we changing the weather now. So put your brakes on, caps, put your capes on, or knock off your block, get dropped, and have your face flown, cause I'll prove it. Scratch off the music. Like, hey, little stupid, don't make me lose it. Yeek, yeek, whoop, whoop, why you're all in my ear? <clears throat> Talking a whole bunch of shit that I ain't trying to hear. Get back, motherfucker. You don't know me like that. Get back, motherfucker. You don't know me like that. Yeek, yeek, whoop, whoop, I ain't playing around. Make one false move and I'll take you down. Get back, motherfucker. You don't know me like that. Get back, motherfucker. You don't know me like that. I came. I came. I saw. I saw. I hit him right dead in the jaw. In the jaw. I came. I came. I saw. I saw. I hit him right dead in the jaw. In the jaw. I came. I came. I saw. I saw. Hit him right dead in the jaw. In the jaw. I came. I came. I saw. I saw. Hit him right dead in the jaw. In the jaw. See, I caught him with a right hook. Caught him with a jab. Caught him with an uppercut. Kicked him in his ass. Sent him on his way because I ain't for that talk. No trips to the county. I ain't for that walk. We split like two pins at the end of a lane. We'll knock off out your spotlight and put an end to your vein. Put a DTP pendant on the end of your chain. Then put the booty of a swisher at the end of a flame. Yeek yeek whoop whoop. Why y'all in my ear? Talking a whole bunch of shit that I ain't trying to hear. Get back, motherfucker. You don't know me like that. Get back, motherfucker. You don't know me like that. Yeek yeek whoop whoop. I ain't playing around. Make one false move, I'll take you down. <coughs> Get back, motherfucker. You don't know me like that. Get back, motherfucker. You don't know me like that. Hey, you want with me? I'm gonna tell you one time. Don't fuck with me. 
Get down. Cause I ain't got nothing to lose. I'm having a bad day. Don't make me take it out on you. You want what wit with me? I'ma tell you one time. Don't fuck with me. Get down. Cause I ain't got nothing to lose. And I'm having a bad day. Don't make me take it out on you. <laughs> Man, cause I don't wanna do that. I wanna have a good time and enjoy my jack. Sit back and watch the woman get drunk as hell. So I can wake up in the morning with a story to tell. I know it's been a little while since I've been out the house. But now I'm here. You want to stand around running your mouth? I can't hear nothing you saying or spitting, so what's up? Don't you see we in the club, man? So shut the fuck up. Yeek, yeek, whoop, whoop. Why are you all in my ear? Talking a whole bunch of shit that I ain't trying to hear. Get back, motherfucker. You don't know me like that. Get back, motherfucker. You don't know me like that. Yeek, yeek, whoop, whoop. I ain't playing around. Make one false move and I'll take you down. Get back, motherfucker. You don't know me like that. Get back, motherfucker. You don't know me like that. Ah, we in the red light district. Ah, we in the red light district. Woo, we in the red light district. Ah, we in the red light district. Woo, we in the red light district. Woo, we in the red light district. Woo, the red light district. Ah, we in the red light district. Awesome. Yeah. That's fucking good. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah, Frankie knows. Frankie's the best. Frankie's intro is better. Frankie's better at everything. This is true. He is. <laughs> yeah, why, why, why are you fucking taking his side? That's why he's a captain uh... on uh, the Raid Force. Raid Force <laughs> 1. <clears throat> oh, man. That was good. It's good. Are you ready? That was awesome. Yeah. Too many yeah, rapes? Have have to we did it. Uh, I don't know what we did, but this, the episode's called We Did It. What are you chugging? Chuggington. Some, some uh, what is this? Uh, fucking Chug, fire chug. and cane. Cocaine? It's, it's, it's got a, cocaine in it? Uh, probably, yeah. It's like a single malt scotch. Why is that good? What about a double? I like Double's it. better. More malts, more better. No, I like single malt better. Malt, malt is like, it's like you took a bunch, it's like a hot dog, you know, the, the fucking blended. Oh, it's like your hot dog date? Yeah, the yeah, fucking... yeah. Fucking blended scotch is like my hot dog date. It's got mashed potatoes in it? <laughs> yeah. Yep. All right. <laughs> TMR, we did it. All right, you ready? Yeah. Here we go. After Phantom Boner wrapped Brian's goodbye letter... Captain Tubestakes was disgusted. Oh, wow, that was a fucking terrible song, Phantom Boner. Way to ruin a perfectly good adventure. Where, where the fuck is Brian? Yo, yo, yo. It looks like that junkie deserted us, Captain. We're just gonna have to leave without him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that works for me, you fucking creep. Uh, Fembot, hit the time circuits, baby. I'm sorry, Captain, but I've been neglecting some important updates. I need to go into sleep mode in your cabin and install them. It's gonna take a few days, so I have to advise you not to time travel while I'm updating. With my navigational system offline, Something catastrophic could happen. But the good news is while I'm in sleep mode, you can have your way with all my perfect little holes, Daddy. Okay, baby, that sounds great to me. Let me just escort you to my room and make sure everything's all right. Aye, aye, Captain. 
after not heeding Doc's advice and attempting to travel back in time before they blew up the Earth to save it, Rape Force is now stuck jumping from year to year in hopes of finding the parts they need to fix their faulty particle accelerator and Kugelblitz. It's a race against time. No, it's a rape against time. They're time rapists. Too Many Rapes is filmed in front of a live studio audience. After the sexy little fembot went into sleep mode, Frankie fucked her. After having an amazing orgasm, he returned to the bridge. Uh, Reports, prepare for time travel. But, Captain, the Fembot said we shouldn't do that without her navigational systems online. Uh, God damn it, I'm the captain here and I give the fucking orders. Phantom Boner, press that big red button over there, you simpleton. (laughs) Aye, aye, Captain. Not heeding the Fembot's advice, the team time jumped to New York City on September 11th, 2001. Upon arriving, something went horribly wrong and they crashed into one of the towers of the World Trade Center. fucking crash us right in that fucking building over there you fucking asshole (laughs) captain that's precisely why we shouldn't have time jump Uh, fuck you i see that now daxter hit that fucking switch and get us the fuck out of here aye aye captain After hitting the time circuits again, the crew arrived in the same exact spot a half an hour later, crashing into the second tower of the World Trade Center. Jesus fucking H. Christ on a crucifix. What the, what a fucking shit show this is turning out to be. Yo, yo, it's gonna be Ike, Captain. That's like I always say, third time's a charm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got a good point there, Phantom Boner, my boy. Greaser, punch that big red button, you damn dirty ape. Oh, aye, aye, Captain. Me hero. (laughs) This time, Rape Force arrived in Washington, D.C. a few hours later and crashed directly into the Pentagon. 
After the smoke cleared, they exited Rape Force One and were greeted by a few hundred U.S. soldiers armed to the teeth. They fought valiantly with all they had, but they were soon overpowered and knocked out. When they awoke, they were all tied to chairs and blinded by bright lights. A single voice spoke sternly to them. What is the meaning of this attack on U.S. soil? Answer me, filthy terrorist. Oh, my fuck. God, my goddamn head hurts. What did you do to me, you fucking a-hole? <laughs> what did I do to you? I am the president of the United States of America, and you flew your souped-up spaceship into two buildings in New York City, and now the Pentagon, which you will answer for or face a firing squad, goddammit. Oh yeah, my bad, motherfucker. My sexy little fembot was offline, and, and we time-traveled and did that shit on accident, man. I'm... Really fucking sorry, Your Excellency, but we're trying to time travel uh, back and save the Earth before we've destroyed it. Uh, just take a look at all those captain's logs all over the bridge of Rayforce Force One. <laughs> okay, I'll go review the materials in question, but if you're lying to me, you're dead, scumbag. After several hours, the President came back lowered the lights, and addressed Captain Tubestakes. Captain Francis Tiberius Tubestakes, you are a true American hero, my friend. If you hadn't made such a terrible mistake today, I'd be awarding you the Medal of Honor. But we have to cover this up quick and get you guys out of here. <laughs> Uh, now you're talking sense, Mr. President, right, team? Yeah, yeah, boss. He's making more than that. He's making dollars. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Phantom Boner, that was a good one. But back to the situation at hand. I'm going to pay an actor to record a shitty VHS tape saying he did this as an attack and use it to stage a war against the Middle East. That way we can take over all the oil fields there. You all really did a great service to your country today, Rape Force, and put a band-aid on a failing economy. I must ask a favor of you, though. Sometime in the future, an orange, wild-eyed president named Tronald Dump is going to come into power. And when that happens, well, you know the rest. I'm sure you've all seen Back to the Future 2. USA! 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 After taking some highly classified selfies with the president and framing them in the rooms on their ship, the president made one final request. Phantom Boner hit a dope beat and spit a freestyle just for him. That's too many rapes. Yo! I know you all think it was that fucking Osama Bin Laden. 
You think he took a plane and slammed it into the tower Then 30 minutes you think he took another plane and slammed it into another tower Then you think he crashed into the pentagram Well no, no, you're fucking wrong You're wrong, you know who did 9-11 Yeah that's right, yeah You thought it was America but it wasn't you thought they had like dynamite and they fucking blew up their own thing just to go to war But now nah, it was kind of like that, but it wasn't It was a rape force one Yeah, we don't need the fembot Because we fucking changed the world without her Yeah, that's right Doesn't matter what happens It was awesome Yeah, we the best Yeah What the fuck? <laughs> oh, that was rough God's gonna deal with you, <laughs> or the Al Qaeda's. I don't know. Someone's going through you. It's good. It's good. Hey, Drews. You there? You fucking piece of shit. Yo, Frankie, what's up? Yeah. Have you ever gotten laid? You fucking loser. Yeah, you know I get paid, Frankie. I spit the dopest rhymes. Yeah. Don't you dare spit one another one of those shitty songs like that last one. I'm asking if you ever put your fucking stupid cock in a wet pussy, you piece of shit. I'm saving myself for marriage. Yeah. All right, you old-fashioned cuck. When you do, though, don't fucking breed. That would be a genetic disaster. Uh, uh, wrap up your stupid cock with a condom. Yo, yo, I'm fucking scared to buy those, Frankie. Well, pussy, go to mountmojo.com, that's M-T-M-O-J-O, for all your condom needs. Mount Mojo condom descriptions let you tailor discreet a package that fits your uh, rep's lifestyle. You can set up monthly or one-time subscription packages in 6, 12, or 24 packs, delivered straight to your house. Monthly subscriptions get free shipping, and they also have cool apparel like Mount Mojo t-shirts and kick-ass boxer shorts with pockets. Each come with a condom. In a custom condom case, check them out today at mountmojo.com. Use promo car code RSMOJO to get 10% off apparel and swag. I'll do that, Frankie. You're the bomb.com. Not to be confused with mountmojo.com. Get your mojo on. Fuck yeah, we're going to break. We'll be back. Or maybe, maybe not. I don't know if you're on a watch list now. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you anymore, Slim. You've made a lot of mistakes in your life. So, uh, yeah. I actually got to be honest, no and uh, I'm probably going to sound really dumb for this, but I don't even know what timeshare is. You're getting a timeshare then. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to sign you up. Timeshare. <laughs> oh, <laughs> All right. I know a guy. <laughs> <laughs> Good old timeshare slim over there. <laughs> yeah. What do you want? You want to go to Cabo? I got a place for you in Cabo. 2500 a year. <laughs> that sounds good. <laughs> sign him up. Hey, it's Ryder, your favorite little phone sex doll. Let's get real for a moment. When was the last time you had a girl down on her knees worshipping your fucking perfect cock? Over on Night Flirt, my friends and I, we take really, really good care of you. We are real girls offering real connections over the phone and through personal messaging. We have it all. Whether you're looking for dirty talk, role plays, or even just a friend to talk to, call me. Don't worry. Your wife, your girlfriend, your friends, they're never going to find out. Nothing will ever show up on your phone bill, so you can be sure your dirty little secrets are safe with me. Sign up for nightflirt.com. And if you hit me up on Twitter at FlirtRiderDoll and let me know that you heard me on the Robin Slim Show, I'm going to hook you up with some free minutes. 
for you to get a hold of the perfect little cocksucker of your dreams. The Childhood Home A stroll down memory lane for some. For others, a window into the darkness of the past. Lost Hollow Constable Graham Gordon just walked through the door of his abandoned childhood home for the first time in 20 years. Now he may never escape. From the mind of horror author Isaac Thorne comes a brand new novel of dark terror. The Gordon Place. Family means never having to say you're sorry. Available from IsaacThorne.com and retailers everywhere. Hey, I'm Jack. And I'm Christina. And we're the hosts of the Just Conversation podcast. A show where we critically think and discuss all sorts of exciting topics. From the big pressing issues like artificial intelligence, space exploration, and government takeovers. To the small ones like pollution and Pokemon, time traveling cat people, and the portal we found in my backyard. And we misinform all the time. Yeah, it's great. We're uncensored, politically incorrect, and childish. Catch us on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, and all your podcasting apps. And remember to take nothing personal. It's just conversation. A mother watched for hours as police guarded his son's body and searched for clues to his murder. Murder bunga. You ever watch uh, Mother Watch with the son murdered? Yeah, of course I have. Would you ever drizzle on a murdered son in front of a mother? I've done it plenty of times before. How much did you make? A fucking lot. Chicago! She never broke her gaze after she found the body on the ground that was his son. The mother of the young man shot and killed early Monday, Monday, Monday. In East Garfield Park neighborhood, stood by the police tape for hours. Watch it stoically as officers snap photos from different uh, angles and briefly peel back the white sheet over the body for the win. Somebody was shot several times in the head. And uh, as he stood there on the street around 1 a.m., well, what was he doing there at 1 a.m., Driz? Yeah, Up to no good, saying. right? Yeah, you should never just stand on the street. Never just stand there. You got to run. Then you need to dodge those kill shots. Officers did not verify the man's identity until after a neighbor walked down the street and said, Yo, what up, bro? that the family? That's Joe Rocks. Joe Rocks. Jordan. No one gathered around the, 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 no one gathered around the police tape was allowed to see the body under the sheet. Uh, the semicircle police cars eventually shielded from view. The mother marched past the tape to get closer and was stopped by the officers for the wind. Get away, mother. He's not with us anymore. She continued looking at the direction of where sunlight until the crew removed the body and let a van left around 4.30 a.m. That's a long time to sit around, right, Mom? Yeah. Right, Squawk, she had nothing else to do. Her son was dead. She had nothing else going yeah, on in her life show. That was a good show. She's a good mom. Yeah. Squawk cars are parked there in the mouth of the alley, in the front of the body, and also lines uh, the, the, the street, and uh, blah, 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 blah. The officers work at the scene. Shine flashlights over the ground, because that's what you do, right, Driz? I'll find. When something's happened, you just shine a light all over the place. What are you looking for with that flashlight, Driz? Yeah, like I'm for, like, fucking leaves and shit. Anything under the leaves is important? 
Yeah, yeah, I thought, yeah, like blood. Steel yeah. 56 said he was in the neighborhood after a night when him and his wife noticed the police. It's a brief scare that it was someone he knew. He tried to comfort some of his first family members that arrived. The whole family said, Driss. Isn't that sad? Yeah. That made me very sad. This one's gonna make you sadder! Woman who allegedly wore a scream mask while repeatedly stabbing another woman is held without bond. How do they know it's that woman if she had up a scream mask on, Driz? I have no clue. A fucking ghost face. Is screaming even popular with the kids anymore? Yeah, don't you say I'm every Halloween they're running around with that ghost face mask? You ever wear a ghost face? Yeah, I've worn a ghost face. Patricia Calhoun Murdoch, 20 years young of 8,400 blocks of South Racine Avenue, wherever the fuck that is, was arrested Friday, Friday, Friday for the win. Nearly two weeks. After the attack of the apartment at Carneysville and uh, charged with attempted murder, home invasion, and residential burglary. That's a lot of stuff. Yeah, but it wasn't really her. It was just the killer like fucking put a mask on. That her was and Scream the killer got away. guy, right? Yeah, Did you say his name was? Ghostface. Ghostface yeah, killer. Ghostface killer. Before denying yeah. the bail in the case, Associate County Cook Court Judge Mary Mabuto cited true, truly random and violent nature of the crime. Calhoun Murdoch was arrested Friday by U.S. Marshals at an apartment in the West Westtown neighborhood. Chicago police had encountered her the day before, uh, the day after September 1st. Crime with a Kindle reader. She was reading, right, Tris? She was reading her rights. She knew her rights. Uh, and a 56-year-old woman had gone uh, to care for her son while she was away. So she, she or he, they, they got, they got... They got at least the kid taken care of, right, Tris? That's right. You don't murder somebody in a scream mask without your kid being babysat. Now it's just a dog. They weren't even watching the kid. Well, she was holding a knife or something. After the victim begged the woman not to hurt her, the knife-wielding attacker said, God is making me do this for the win. Stab, 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 stab. Look at my mask. I'm stabbing you. After stabbing bunging the victim, Calvin Murdoch went to the bathroom. Took a shower. That's what you do, right, Driz? You wash all that dirty shit all over you. I fight. Off of you. You're on you and off of you. On or off of you. Yo, she's, she's not lying either, because, like, in the last Scream movie, it was really God was the killer. Was there a lot of stabs and gods? Yeah, there was. Who was the uh, charge of God? Who, char- who was, uh, was another God? <laughs> it's a lot of gods. It's like a demigod. It's like God Inception. Godception? Yeah. Woman shoots, kills robber, armed with a baseball bat and a driving deputy say. Is it a driving movie theater, Driz? Nah, it's just or a like driving. A driving, uh, like yeah. a burger joint. Yeah. A manager at a driving movie theater, you wrong fuck. Ah, fuck. Shot uh, and killed a man who deputy say assaulted her with a baseball bat during an armed robbery overnight. Well, that's what they always say, right, Driz? Don't bring a baseball bat to a gunfight. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. The incident happened about 2.30 a.m. I wonder what they're showing at 2.30 a.m. Probably dirty things. You misbehaving with your naughty bits too, right, Tris? Yeah. I'll just fucking scream five. Yeah. How many screams does it take? Monday at Showboat Drive-In on FM 2920 in Northwest Harris County. Investigators with the Harris County Sheriff's Office say two female managers. What were they, lesbos or something, Tris? Yo, obviously. You ever drizzle on two lesbo managers? Yo, of course I have. Fuck yeah, yeah, you have. 
Uh, they were leaving the drive-in when one of them noticed someone inside the business office. That's suspicious, right, Driz? You don't fucking turn away. When she went to investigate, the manager was confronted with two men. One wheeled in a baseball bat. The man uh, with the baseball bat started to assault the women, hitting her in the hand and the shoulder. Deputy says she pulled the gun and opened fire. What did he do, right, Driz? Yeah, I bet. He's fucking trying to get some home runs. You just shoot him in the head. Deputy said the man was shot and killed while the second robber got away. That guy's a lucky motherfucker, right, Driz? Yeah. He, he lives to swing another day, as they say in the, the record industry. Well, he got away because he didn't have a baseball bat, so he didn't have anything hindering him. You should have wrote a song called Swing Another Day. The owner of the drive-in uh, has owned it for about 15 years and said it's the first time someone has attempted to rob the business. Well, it's a private person last time if they're getting shot and killed, right, Driz? So you do, you put that message out to all your fucking would-be robbers with baseball bats. That's what I'm saying. No fucking gun control. Step it up, bring a gun next time, motherfucker. The, uh, at this time, the investigation is getting underway. Check back for updates. Next week on needs to be an investigation. He fucking bought a baseball bat, tried to rob a woman, and she fucking shot him. You got a good point there, Driz. You got a good point. What? <laughs> <laughs> That's Some amazing. <laughs> you don't want to do Florida Man. No, that's the last. We only do three stories. I only have them in case they're like two two sentences, like some of them like to be. Uh, <laughs> Those are great news. stories. <laughs> Fuck yeah. I know how to pick them. Uh, what do we got here? Adam. Aaron. Whatever the fuck he is. I like X. And uh, I guess Snow. Snow. Oh, this guy? Yeah. All right. This is Slim Celebrity Gossip News. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. That's what this fucking is. What's going on, guys? This is Slim, and I have some celebrity news and gossip for you tonight. Aaron Carter... Cops tried to place me on psych hold. I won't give up my guns. Um, Aaron Carter is sticking to his guns. Get it? Because he's uh-huh. not giving up. Meaning he won't give up his... Uh, my, is that myriad? Myriad of firearms. Myriad. myriad of firearms, <clears throat> which he keeps loaded, despite a rash of apparent mental health disorders and a new attempt to place him... On a uh, psychiatric hold. So he's fucking crazy. Yeah, he shouldn't have... His guns shouldn't be fucking loaded everywhere. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Even if you can supposedly hold down whatever the fuck that is, like, you you don't have anyone else over your fucking place ever, then... Yeah, yeah, no, that's weird. You're out of your fucking mind, yeah. Aaron was on TMZ Live Monday and told us cops showed up at his home Sunday night with the intent of taking him away... On a 5150 hold. The singer says he warned deputies he had low. You threatened the fucking cops? Pretty <laughs> much. He warned them. They he had, he warned deputies he had the a load of weapons scattered around his home, but also co- uh, convinced, convinced them. them and a mental evaluator he was not a danger to himself or others. All right, so he was just telling them, like, but I hey, guys. another professional said he was. Yeah. Aaron says he doesn't know who sent the authorities to his home. Probably a concerned friend. <laughs> friend. Somebody's trying to <laughs> by, 
just do the right thing. My friend Aaron Carter is surrounded by loaded guns, um, though he believes it was someone really close to Had him. Had to be. That's yeah. what I'm saying. But he's adamant about one thing. He ain't giving up his guns. Got his rights. At least you don't have to keep them all loaded. You don't. There's he, no reason for that whatsoever. A bag of, of- medicines pills so he's obviously out of his fucking mind bro aaron got super defensive when he asked if he disclosed his bipolar uh diagnosis when he applied for his firearms he says he's not bipolar this pills helps this bag of pills helps he revealed earlier this month uh, so he told doctors earlier that he was bipolar i gotta eat some trail mix and he starts digging through a baggie (laughs) of fucking prescriptions what a fucking a-hole he also insinuated the clip from that show was somehow edited to make it seem seemed like he was diagnosed with a slew of mental disorders. You're holding up a bag of fucking 20 fucking prescription pills. So something's wrong with you, bro. Can we watch this clip? I I guess. The official diagnosis is that I suffer from multiple personality disorder, schizophrenia, so that's acute a diagnosis anxiety, by Yeah, that's not edited. You just said Xanax, that. Seroquel, gabapentin, hydroxyzine, trazodone, omazoprazole. Yeah, those are for psychosis. And this is my reality. So, okay. And he's just holding up a bag of pills. Hi. And you got an apartment to hide. or a house <laughs> of loaded guns. Yeah, and saying know. that that video was edited so it looks like he... He said that shit. Yeah, maybe they cut little snippets out. I don't know. I don't know what they cut out, but that was pretty convincing. Yeah, they didn't add Oh, no, 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 no. I did. Oh, because I got my teeth done. I got six uh, crowns. From all the math. So I had to take uh, hydrocodone. So look, six. Six crowns. Okay. Hi. Wow. Yeah, no. He's a fucking cuckoo bird. He just. He should not have. Hi. Yeah, you're not. Shouldn't even own a cone. You shouldn't even have a goon. (laughs) What's the next story? Ex Blink 182 singer Tom De- Delange, is that his name? Delange? Yeah. Uh, says, It ain't so. One of his songs files for divorce. Um, Ex Blink uh, 182 singer uh, Tom, Tom Delange, Delange and his wife are not staying together for the kids. Get it? He's. That's a song, motherfucker. He's calling it quits after nearly two decades of marriage. Wow. That bitch um, is fucking up. I wish I remembered some Blink-182 songs so I could work them into this article. According to uh, docs obtained by TMZ, DeLonge uh, filed for divorce in San Diego County uh, uh, Superior Court uh, after 18 years of marriage to De- Jennifer DeLonge. They're, they've known each other since high school. Aw, that's sweet. They were high school sweethearts. And got married on May 26, 2001 in San Diego. They have two kids together, 17-year-old daughter Ava and 13-year-old son Jonas. As for why they're splitting up, the founding Blink member cited uh, irreconcilable differences. uh, They list December... 29, 2017, as the date of the separation, he's asking for joint, legal, and physical custody of their kids. Fascinating. Drizz yeah, Slim. this is a terrible uh, story. He cares. <laughs> as far as spousal support, he wants the court to figure it out you later. You figure it out, Judge. I'm Tom DeLonge. I was in one of, like, one night something, two. two. Yeah. We did that song that was everybody knows. SNL... Uh, Shane Gillis Gillis fired. He says, I'm a mad TV guy anyway. <laughs> was the mad TV just done? Well, that, yeah, like years ago, right? Yeah, it sucked. Uh, Yank- I see you as a mad TV guy. Oh, okay. 
Like you would be that guy. You, watched, like, you would WCW. see. You would see me as a, I never you watched like the stupid. Shit. I never watched Mad TV. I, I think I remember like I had a lot of but friends in high school as that far liked as SNL it. SNL goes too. I don't even know the last time I watched that, but like yeah. Um, Andrew Yang's call for forgiveness is falling on deaf air, ears. Uh, Shane just got his ass canned from SNL before he could even appear on an episode following his racist joke controversy. I guess he got. Hired for the show. And then made a racist joke. No, and then they... no, but years ago on a podcast. Made an Asian joke. Oh. Oh, see, I hate that shit. It's fucking bullshit, right? Yeah. That's why SNL isn't fucking SNL anymore. It used to be edgy and cutting edge and whatever. But yeah, no, it's just it's something you, nobody watches. Yeah, that, that's And shitty. as far as a comedian, like, yeah, fuck. What, what about, like, fucking Family Guy? Like, Mm-hmm. And it's clear, like, none of their, like you said, nobody really watches it, so they wouldn't be losing any fans if they just fucking let him be in the show. Like, Keep nobody's going to boycott. Shane Gillis. Shane, <laughs> Shane Gillis. What happened? Um, it just says, after talking with Shane shit. Gillis, uh, we have decided that he will not be joining SNL. We want SNL to have a variety of voices and points of view within the show, and comedians. we hired Shane on Fuck. the strength of his talent as a comedian and his impressive audition for SNL. So that sounds like you should fucking keep him. I don't know if you can Google it right now, but uh, they, they did a, a spoof of the real world in the 90s. And Adam Sandler, all he said were like racial slurs. Like call oh, people, really? Call and that was wops, okay, but like... Calling people wops and, and guineas and shit like that. Yeah, like I'm, I'm not See, saying and then it, you do, but... See, and it makes you hypocritical. It makes you a hypocrite then. Yeah. Because like, you're just like, you used to do that. It was okay when you did it. Yeah, but, you know, nobody like, else uh, uh, Michael Myers was playing like an Irish guy, and he was like, shut up, you fucking mick. Like, that kind of shit. Like, yeah, like, uh, fucking, it's, it's on the greatest hits. It's on the Adam Sandler greatest hits, like SNL, DVD, or VHS, whatever the fuck. I wonder if I could find out on SNL. SNL, uh, what did I say it was? Uh, real World? Real. Yeah, just hit Real World, world. and then just search Real that. World, real world parody. parody. Yeah. Find it right now. Give a shit. Uh... That blah, was blah, blah, blah. Too, It would be like a. It was Adam Sandler. Maybe we put that in there. Yeah, let me try that. Yeah, no, like, yeah, no. All he did was like. Yeah, Adam Sandler. Fucking racial slurs. Monday comedies. Canteen boy. Chippendale. Sandler. Sandler. Yeah, no, obviously it's not on there. They may not have deleted that. Yeah, like, probably. Someone's gonna talk about that. Somebody's gonna remember that. We gotta get rid of that. <laughs> But yeah. They got rid of all evidence of it. Yeah, no, yeah, they did that. They did that. So whatever. Yeah. Fuck you, SNL. That's it why just, your yeah, fucking audience is gone. Yep. That's why I'm gone. A break. Because I fucking need a cigarette. I'm sick of this shit. Who's snoring? Is that <laughs> a cat? fucking cat. Throw <laughs> something at him. Throw something over him, like duct tape. Stop snoring, you asshole. We're we're doing a show. Doing a fucking goddamn show. We'll be back. <laughs> Still here. A piece of garbage. <laughs> I love him. This, this is Barack Obama, and you are listening to the Rob and Slim Show. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. 
Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-277-6322 That's 800-277-6322 Remember in the beginning when you first started to build a life for you and your family you never imagined it would come to this instead of living your dreams you're living with debt in fact it's smothering you now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-648-9172 That's 800-648-9172 Rob and Slim Show. Hey, this is Hunter Meat Canyon. Ooh, Hunter Hancock, a.k.a. Meat Canyon Animator. How are you, my friend? Good, buddy. How you doing? Good, good. We were checking out some of your stuff before the show, and it's amazing. It's it's amazing stuff. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> dark, dark humor. I really, really appreciate it. Uh, how long have you been animating for? Oh, about five years or so. Yeah, oh. right around there. Wow. See, I figured maybe you've been doing it, like, for way longer. Like, way longer, because it's really good. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> what made you want to start animating? Oh, fuck. I mean, when you're younger and shit, you see, like, Family Guy and South Park and stuff, and huge, uh, huge inspirations there. You know, all your friends talk about it and quote lines of cartoons and shit, and you're just like, damn, I want to I wanna have that, give other people that feeling as well. So I'd say that was the biggest motivator, you know? Cool, cool. And what, uh, well, you, you got a lot of subscribers on YouTube. Uh, was that a hard build? Uh, what was that? Was it a hard build? You have, like, a lot of subscribers on YouTube. Like, you're definitely established. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Within the last two weeks, I think I've gotten, like, I think 40, 42,000 subscribers or something. It's wow. been crazy. It's been a weird climb. <laughs> wow. What do you think you've hit on? Like, is it, uh, like, social commentary? Like, well, you're doing something right. I just think that, well, especially, like, nowadays on YouTube or anywhere, there's just you don't get rewarded very much for being an animator or making cartoons. There's a lot that goes into it. it takes a long time and usually the payout isn't shit. So especially on like YouTube, it's just like, uh, you know, they pay you, they, they, they don't pay you hardly anything. And if it takes you like a month or so to make something, then you can't pay rent or something. So I don't know. I just think people are like to see that style of animation again and to have like people actually making it. It is yeah. very, yeah, very, very, uh, I don't know if you call it retro or reminiscent or what, but yeah, it reminds me of, like the old Ren and Stimpy stuff. Yeah, for sure. Demented, kind of just sick, grotesque 
looking stuff that's always just fun to draw and fun to look at. <laughs> Even like SpongeBob works that stuff in. Yeah, I, I love that. I really appreciate that shit. What is the? Uh, you said it's time consuming. What's the hardest part of animating? Um, I'd probably say just like the actual animating itself of drawing frame by frame of doing like you know, like uh, like fifteen thousand individual drawings or up to like, you know, five to 15,000 drawings for a little cartoon and stuff. It's just tedious. Yeah. I'd say keeping your sanity is the, <laughs> is the hardest thing I'd say. It's probably, <laughs> if I had to say the hardest thing is that. And then it's just, you have to, especially with comedy, you have to hear the same joke. Like you have to hear the joke, like, I mean, hundreds and hundreds of times listen to the audio back and stuff. So then after a while you're like, this is just such a shitty joke. It's not funny. <laughs> so it's just like trying to like, keep the motivation going as well <laughs> well someone asked before we did the show and i didn't know um do you do all the voices yeah yeah i do all the voices oh, wow. unless uh unless i credit them but usually yeah i haven't i don't think i've used anybody else's voice in, well, in a minute then you are extremely talented because i would yeah. have assumed that you had several uh voice actors oh yeah thank you i appreciate that damn dude and are you uh have you worked for any um companies or anything like that I worked out in LA for a little bit. I've worked in New York doing stuff for, uh, like I don't know, like the Adult Swim or the Cartoon Network type stuff. But mm-hmm. um, not currently. Currently, I'm just doing freelance and just kind of trying to focus on doing the, you know, just YouTube and trying to make it on social media. Wow. Yeah, you're doing doing a good job. Um, and uh, we also were a fan of your live stuff. Someone mm. mentioned you are almost reminiscent of like Justin Roiland, just the the way you you go on. You know, you go on tangents and all. It's, it's really good stuff, the live. I think the watermelon video just cracked me Amazing, up. Yeah. It didn't even make sense, but it just cracked me up. Like, I don't, I don't, don't even know why. <laughs> it's so good. I, yeah, stuff like that, I think it's just fun to make a character that maybe is like you can pick and choose personal traits of people you know in your real life. And but yeah, there's like really no re- narrative that like makes no sense about a guy who just like wants a watermelon, but it's just a. I want to know. Just a stupid video. Yeah. I, want, I want a backstory though. Why was he banned from the supermarket? Yeah. Like you know, he was, he was not allowed back there. So you got to do some dirty dealings at night. Like I want to know. I want to know what brought that guy to that point in his life, Hunter. <laughs> I think. Uh, I think the the thing that I that I thought of before that didn't show was that he like uh he was fucking the watermelons. I think was that's, like the big thing that was insinuated. Yes, that's what I love about it. Like it's something you did. It wasn't shown, but Ooh. you kind of suspected it. Did oh, we lose did we you, lost him. Oh my god! Oh, and I can't call back because it's on. Un- oh, 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 yeah, oh. no. He's call us back, unknown. Hunter. You're great. You great? Did I, did I lose internet? You lost. You lost, motherfucker. I still show it strong. Yeah, no, it's something on his end. Hunter, let me Hunter message. calls back. Message to Hunter. Uh, I don't even know. Is that the cat <laughs> or is that a motorcycle? I'm pretty sure I think it's cat. cat. God damn it. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, cat. Why are you I'm trying, so... I'm trying to get Hunter. <laughs> That's something I should be concerned about. Does he need to go to a vet? Like, yeah, I get him know. the fuck out of here now. <laughs> I'm going to go mic him up so we can hear it clear. Give him the Slambo's mic. <laughs> Just... Oh, oh perfect, perfect. Perfect. Hunter. Yeah, sorry, sorry. I think I lost you. <laughs> oh, good, man. Yeah, I was just, I was just messaging you on the Twitterverse. Um, so, um, goddamn, goddamn, our, the cat was snoring. Everything is loud in here. Um, what up? Uh, uh, <laughs> Still hearing the cat. <laughs> what, 
What do you do? You do any um series like uh, ongoing series because you have a lot of amazing stuff. Yeah, uh, I try to do as many series as I can. I have I think three or I think I have four right now. Um, I think popular one is a like question and answer show called Day Drinking. And it's about just like this kind of like white trash redneck dude that answers questions from like basically YouTube and Instagram comments. So you can like leave my question in the comments and he'll address it later. Oh, that's awesome. Um, then there's Jamal and Rachel, uh, Monster Lab, and no, I think that's it. Yeah, so three. You do a lot of cool throwbacks to like '90s stuff, like the mm-hmm. uh, the anti-vaccination girls or whatever they right. were, which is like the Powerpuff Girls, and you just do some great, great other stuff in there too. Oh, thanks. Yeah, parody stuff is always fun. It's always nice to be able to like touch on stuff that people are, you know, it's hard sell to have people actually sit down and watch something that's like an original character, but if they're able to be like, oh, I remember that, then it's a little yeah. bit of an easier sell. True, true. What um. Uh, have you ever gotten any uh, negative comments? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would really? say uh, tons. I think the biggest one, I did a Michael Jackson video whenever that Leaving Never- Neverland yeah. documentary came out. Yeah. And I had like three three or four really big uh, Michael Jackson impersonators who, like blasted me on their story. And I was getting death threats for like a couple weeks. And wow. People people saying that uh, I was jealous of Michael Jackson because oh. I wished I was skinnier than him or I wish I was as skinny as him. Oh my God. <laughs> so, but like, like I oh, saw yeah. that documentary too. And like, I'm 100% convinced that he was touching little boys. Like there is he's no, doing something. he's doing like, something. He was not on the up and up. I don't think there's any gray area there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> but uh, no, yeah, tons. I mean, yeah. tons. People love, People love to hate. I figured yeah, too I with the, the content subject. I figured, yeah, I figured it would get some, some heat. What uh, what would your dream gig be for animation? Just have my own show. I mean, honestly, I just like being paid to just make jokes and you know make people laugh and shit. Yeah, I just uh, just have my own. Yeah, you know, I'd say the the dream is just have my own gig or just keep going enough to where I'm financially able just to pay bills. And, make cartoons that's the dream i was just curious if there's a uh, a concept that's just been in the back of your head where you're like one day this is going to be a cartoon yeah i mean uh there's tons there's tons of stuff that's even in the works that i'm like a little hesitant to talk about but i would say that the three i mean like the three shows that i'm doing right now the jamal and rachel i think is like the biggest one that i'd love to kind of I'd love to have that like get funding and have that go somewhere. I think that'd be cool. It's just such a shout, like such a throwback to like Beavis and Butthead and like Aqua Teen Hunger Force and all the shit that I always liked watching when I was a kid. So um, that'd be one that I'd love to, yeah, definitely put out there. What um I know you mentioned you you just mentioned a couple shows. What are some of your favorite animation shows, uh, even from when you were a, a young kid? Uh, hands down. Uh, probably like King of the Hill. I think King of the Hill is oh, like okay. the best. Wow. See, yeah. ever. I could not get into that one. I, I didn't hate it. They had some good episodes, but it just was not, not one of my tops, man. Oh, I feel it. Yeah. I don't know. I think that it just has like, I think it has the best progression of overall characters. I don't know. It's just, it, it's right up my alley. It's just dry, good old, 
Good old boy humor, you know? I remember the one episode, though, there was like a, a rabid dog or something that the, the old barber guy was taking care of. And it was, and uh, I think somebody had to like dog sit it, but it was like a viciously attacking them. So they had to lock it in like the bathroom. It was just really, that episode just cracked me up so hard. <laughs> <laughs> but it did but, have. Uh, yeah, I don't know. But that and just all the, all the classic stuff, you know? Yeah. What um and do you uh, someone mentioned it? But do you have any upcoming projects you could tell us about? Uh, just more parodies for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm working on maybe doing um, like a small. I think like a small movie might be kind of cool. I've been like talking with this company about doing a 30 minute um, animated film about like a record store shop owner. Um, but yeah, I mean, really, it's just uh, playing the playing the algorithm game on YouTube right now and just getting clicks, which is, you know, more parody stuff, but hopefully being able to do like that short 30 minute, uh, animated film would be really cool. Do some film festivals and stuff. So who knows? Yeah. A bunch of stuff on the, on the back burner at the moment. Where, where are you from Hunter? Kansas city, Missouri. Is that like a, a big place for like animation? Would it be easy to land a gig down there? No, no, not at all. No, okay. when I graduated school, I had to drive. I drove out to L.A. and lived in my car until I got a job and stuff. So, yeah, no, there's no no work here unless you want to work for the Ford plant or the Hallmark plant. Uh, they both sound better than what I'm doing. <laughs> not this. Well, but, but I move on I'm, out. I'm coming. I'm coming to the Hallmark plant. <laughs> what up? Uh, I was going to ask too, before we go to break, I figured we'd play something from your channel. Mm-hmm. Uh, would you, uh, I figured either the Pinocchio or the Michael Jackson one, could, could we play it? One of those real quick? Yeah, absolutely. Go ahead. Which one would, uh, would you rather us play? I think probably the Pinocchio one's a little easier to listen to. Okay. <laughs> yeah. know, or at least, at least funnier the audio version. But... <laughs> cool. We'll, we'll play that right now. I figure that way we'll, we'll let everybody enjoy it. It's, it's, it's great. And oh, is it hooked up, Slim? I don't oh, think it's coming I through the headphones. I changed the uh, God damn it. thing. Um, we need an audio guy. That should be good. All right. Okay, cool. I just got to skip the ad and make sure everybody at home. This is see. When You Wish Upon a Star, Pinocchio parody by Meat Canyon. Right, give me one second here. And, okay. Perfect. There. Oh. Start it. All right. And there we go. All finished. Do I look like a real boy, Papa? You will one day, my little wooden boy. One day. I cannot wait any longer, Papa. I must become flesh and bone. Dear God, Pinocchio, what are you doing? I must consume your soul to become a real boy. Dear God, where's that fairy? Fairy, take away this puppet boy's life. He's evil. He's nothing but pure evil. Jesus Christ, Lord of mercy on my soul, please save me. Good Lord, where's a box of matches when I need it? (laughs) Set this demon ablaze, please, God. (laughs) I love, too, just the, the visual of his arms just slowly dragging Geppetto in and all the teeth. He has, like, like, two layers of teeth. Yeah, like a shark or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's a demon. He's crazy. 
Geppetto fucked up. Geppetto made a big mistake right there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and realized it a little too late. Well, it's really good. And just like you were saying, Slim, yeah, both the voices, just they were both you? Yep, yep. I just do a, a really quiet, subtle voice whenever I do that kind of stuff. So I just get really low and deal with it. But yeah, yeah, that's just me. It's really good. Really good, my friend. Really good. Um... What else uh, have you? Did we talk about? Did you, were you hired by any companies to do to do animations? Like, yeah, uh, I mean, the first job I ever had in LA was I did animations for a theme park, not like Universal Studios, but like this chain of theme parks in the Midwest called uh, Great Wolf Lodge. So I did uh, I did some animations for them on this projected screen, and then I just worked on some Facebook watch shows and. From there, uh, I've mostly done freelance with, uh, like, streetwear clothing companies and just, like, other freelance type stuff. But, yeah, some studio some studio stuff in there, but nothing too crazy. Cool, cool. Is it a hard grind? Do you have to constantly be pitching or, or putting stuff out there? Yeah, yeah. Um, always putting stuff out there and always just showing that you're, like, consistently doing stuff just because uh no matter who it is people their attention spans are just so short nowadays that i feel like if you just don't make anything within like a month people kind of forget about forget about you so you just kind of have to keep putting the you know pedals to the floor and keep pushing on and pushing on so always working nice nice so i'm curious uh being an animator obviously and doing like the parodies and stuff clearly you're a lover of cartoons do you still find yourself watching a lot of cartoons Oh yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, I would say I get like in the habit of watching, like, I would say, I, I don't know. I, I like rewatch the same ones kind of over and over again. Like I said, like I watch a lot of like King of the Hill or, um, I know a lot of like just old, old adult swim stuff like Aqua Teen or Sea Lab 2021. Or, so good. Um, so good. How do you feel though just, going to Sea Lab real quick on a side note? Uh, after the original uh, Captain Murphy passed, the, the, the real voice actor, and they brought in the, the other guy, the, which was his son in real life. Do you, I felt the show really fell after that. On um, which one was it? When, the, when uh, the original Captain Murphy voice actor died, and they had, I think it was Shanks come in after him as the captain, I, I, felt, like, I felt like the show uh, took a shit. Took a shit at that point. Yeah, honestly, I, I, didn't, I didn't really even know that was a thing. Well, <laughs> Maybe yeah, I yeah, like as much, but yeah, no, it just I, just I didn't enjoy the show as much. But going back though, what are some of your favorite like older ones that you rewatch? Oh, I mean, uh, Beavis and Butthead and stuff, and anything like Gendy Tartakovsky makes of like Samurai Jack or oh, Dexter's Lab, yep. SpongeBob, all that old shit. Did you see that remake uh, he did not too long ago? Was it? Um, yeah, the, the Samurai Jack. Samurai Jack, yes. Did, did, did you yeah, enjoy yeah, it? Yeah, no, it was. Uh, it was awesome. That one was just called Jack, right? Is that what that I think was? Think so. It's probably just called Jack. I mean, I don't know. What yeah. are my, one of my can't friends have like a character like that and then be like, "Oh, it's just Jack now." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just Jack. Simple Jack. It was. Uh, it was good. I think yeah. that it was a little rushed and stuff. Like just probably because of the budget they had, they wrapped it up really, really quick. But I still thought it was just gorgeous. I mean. So many talented people on that show. It was crazy. Yeah. Were you into any of the like the Nickelodeon cartoons? Well, yeah, you did a cat dog parody, so I'm assuming. 
Yeah, yeah. I would say like anything that was like the late nineties, like to like two thousand five. I really loved like you know all the Angry Beavers and Rock Cat Dog, on. Hey Arnold, Doug, all that stuff was pretty uh, pretty crazy. Pretty uh, always on after I got home from school and stuff. So that was definitely a huge influence as well. Going back and rewatching stuff like Rocco's Modern Life and just the shit they did in cartoons back then, it's insane. Like that, that cartoon was just gross and amazing. Oh yeah, I know. It's a, uh, it makes me feel so bad for kids nowadays that have to deal with. Like, there's only like two big shows that wasn't noticed back then. There was like six shows. They were all just like, just gross as shit and just fun, yeah. fun to look at. I don't know. Now it just seems so boring. Yeah, I don't know, <laughs> I don't know what's really going on besides like uh, Teen Titans Go. And that's pretty much the only thing I know uh, of nowadays. And I have kids. Like, we watch that. We watch the old Ninja Turtles. Like, not the recent one. The new Ninja Turtles looks horrible. But the one before that was good. But even like right now at the moment, I don't even know what's really out there. Yeah, I mean, same. I don't know. I'm also just I'm so cynical about everything. So I just. I'd say I just hate things before I really like them. Yeah. Like, I'll be like, I hate that. Then I'll watch it and be like, oh, okay, it's not that bad. But <laughs> Is it all, do you ever like, see, do you judge things based on the animation? You know, not really. I, I'm not like a really huge prominent animator. I just think it's more so of like, if it's a remake, I'll like probably never watch it. I'm just tired of having the same stuff thrown in my yeah. face. Like I'd rather just have like something that's completely new and stupid. I'd rather right. just have that than have anything that's a remake and it, everything nowadays is a remake of everything so is it that hard to come up with new stuff I, w- I wonder like or are they just like this made money years ago let's do it again let's make some more of that money yeah i think it's just that i think the studios just want to make sure that they get their money back i think is the biggest thing yeah. kind of like whenever you watch like a new disney film and it's a remake mm-hmm. of something and then you can tell that the people that like were super passionate about this idea like what was i forgot what movie it was but at the beginning of the film, it was like this uh, Asian American like retells his like childhood as a dumpling to his mom, and uh, there was like all this awesome. I don't know. It was like, just a cute like little heartwarming story, but I feel like with all those stories nowadays, instead of giving those people like money to do a full feature, they're just like, oh, we'll just make it a shitty fifteen minute. <laughs> intro to like this remake that we're doing of beauty and the beast so it's like <laughs> just kind of shelving any idea that's like original in that day yeah. which is kind of annoying even uh cartoon network used to have i forget what it was where like i think that's how powerpuff girls got made like cartoon it was, like, cartoon yes it was, it was called? like a competition oh, every yeah. year where like i uh, love that people would say billy and mandy yeah. was on that yes. yeah kids yeah. next door oh, yeah. all that stuff came from there and yeah i don't even think they do that anymore like the cartoon network's pretty much just turned into like Teen Titans Go, like I said. Like, I think that's the only thing keeping it afloat. And maybe Ninjago, if that's still around. Stuff like that, yeah. Like Adventure Time or Steven Universe, I know, is still yeah. pretty big and stuff. That's a just weird stuff like one. that. They basically get their, they get their flagship shows, and they're just like, all right, we'll just coast on that. Yeah. <laughs> so. did, did you happen to see the um, the Rocco Modern's Life uh, original film they just put on uh, Netflix? Yeah, yeah, I did. I rewatched that. What did you think of that? Uh, I thought it was, I thought it was okay. I thought that it was like, I thought it was cool. They they really, I think they captured the style in a cool way. And I think that it like, the way they brought modern events into it was fine. I don't know. It just felt, 
I don't know, not necessary, I guess. Uh, I don't know. It didn't feel as impressive as like the Invader Zim one felt really, really good. Have you seen the slip? Yeah, I've seen them both. Yeah, I actually liked them both. The Invader Zim one was really good. I thought I liked the Rocco one because it kind of made fun of itself and it made fun of the idea of nostalgia and it kind of was like telling people like you got to like get over like the old shit. Like, you know, we're not going to be bringing back this exactly the same way. Like, I I don't know. I just I like the message of that one. Yeah, the meta humor was was really, really good. Yeah, I thought that it was just yeah charming in that sense, too. And like, for sure, how it. He just like wakes up and he's like, you know, everyone has cell phones now and stuff. I don't know. It was, <laughs> yeah. it was, definitely, it was definitely good. I just, good. It's just the Invader Zim one really I thought was going to be kind of bad, but it ended up being just really, really fun and awesome. That's yeah, great. And, and you it did go a good into job. something expecting it to be crap and it's good. Like, I love that. And like, it, it, it felt like an end to that series too because that one kind of just got like canceled and never got wrapped up. That movie really felt like like you could watch that movie and say, okay, I've, I've finally seen the end of Invader Zim and I don't need to see anymore. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And they, like, they didn't cater to the old style too much either. Like, they put their new twist on it nowadays, but it just felt so refreshing. It felt like something that's, like, it is different, but it still captures that nostalgia factor of it being kind of, like, gross and this weird artsy kind of, you know, kid show. So it was, it was really, it was awesome. Yeah. I I like Dib, how he got all fucking disgusting and was like stuck to the chair. Like, cause Zim like disappears. So Dib gets, uh, just like locks himself in his fucking room for like years and he gets like fat and gross and there's like boogers coming out of him <laughs> and like, it's, just, it's really awesome and he gets oh, stuck right. to the chair like he tries to I'll tell Rob because Rob hasn't seen it but yeah it was that Sounds was fucking great. funny that's awesome Hunter we had to wrap this up dude but it's been a blast talking to you yeah hey thanks so much for having me I appreciate it guys no problem thanks for coming on where can everybody find you uh just everywhere at Meat Canyon just type in Meat Canyon, you'll probably find me. <laughs> awesome. Um, Twitter and, and YouTube, are you on other, uh, as far as animation, are you on any other uh, sites? Yeah. Um, the biggest thing, the only other bigger animation thing I'm on is uh, Instagram. So you can usually find a lot of my stuff on there as well. Twitter is just more for letting you know what's going on. But yeah, Instagram and YouTube at Meat Canyon if you want to. Watch some funny tunes. Can, awesome. If it's a short enough story, can you tell us real quick why uh, Meat Cannon? Oh. Um, I think that from what I can remember, I was like, I just need to like, I think I did a random name generator, but I was like, I'm kind of a heavier set guy. And I was like, I don't know, I'm meaty. And then a canyon is large. So I just did Meat Cannon. But then that ended up being like, I guess, a phrase for. A used vagina. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it. It's great on, on a couple levels. I like that. <laughs> great way to end an interview, Slim. <laughs> All right. Have a good one, man. Thanks, me, Canyon. Take it easy, guys. You too, my friend. We'll be back. We'll be back with Chef Rome. Here's okay, a great cool. interview. This is the Slam Bikini himself, baby. And if you're a listener of the Robin Slim Show, then I'm sure you're a fan of Sauces Matisse. We open lots of our best shows with his songs. But don't wait to hear his music's just on our show, baby. Go to SoySauceSound.com and listen all the time. With 10 albums for free or a little charge. With the option of purchasing for a donation. Almost 100 songs so far. New music is constantly dropping. You'd have to be a real piece of shit not to. He has killer tracks like Only Sometimes. 
Sometimes still a think I'm dope what? My music doesn't make a lot of moolah sense Nuh-uh. Cause I'm a dash of Adam Driver Makes a coupon set Matt's a dapper to dash it But I'm foobar mess Ew. Give me a beat Give me a pen and a pattern Then who got next? Me, you got teeth coming after you Like you was a nest I never deceive when I'm rapping I'ma do it for next Ooh. I cannot believe what some veterans Would do for a check Because I'm a beast And I'm better But I'm goofy as that Nerd Punk What's my pitch to be an internet sensation? I call these godly marketers sixth internet sensation Cause it's data and it's dedicated, intricate and patient But with every waking day I strain to pick up with the patient Every time I'm feeling like the slightest hint of doubt I just keep on fucking writing so my light don't fizzle out And expectations your expectations. You go to work after ain't nobody heard that ain't, ain't nobody yearn for you rapping any words. Said it worry cause you're sure that a rapper spinning verses as perfect as you have is deserving of a sure pass. Sure, yeah. Oh. It's the entitlement and attitude. Look, everybody gotta pat you on the back, but alas, you're a hack and you're whack, so you have to lower your expectations. So what are you waiting for, baby? Go to soysawsound.com and start listening today. Yeah. Robin Slim Show. Rob, what's up, man? Chef Ron. Oh. Uh, this is Slim, and uh, we're just getting back from break. Give us one Coming second back right here. Now, Chef no Rome. problem, man. I knew I was a little early. It's all good, Chef Rome. What's up, man? What's how, happening? How are you, my friend? Cele- celebrity, celebrity chef <laughs> from North Carolina. That's what correct? they say. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you've cooked for some uh, impressive people, Shaq. Yeah, man. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, man. Sorry, I, I dropped the F-bomb. The gear uh, <laughs> they wanted all in Miami. Shaq, uh, the Obamas, you, you oh. cooked for the Ob- the um, inauguration, correct? Yeah, the Global Peace Inaugural Ball, yep. What did you What did you make for them? Man, I don't even remember. <laughs> it's been quite a few years, and I know Lamb was on the, on the, uh, I know Lamb was on the menu, but it was so many. I don't know. It was such a huge menu, man, and it's wow. been several years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And who has been uh, yeah. who's been one of your favorite people to uh, cook for? Um, Shaquille was uh, probably right at the top of the list, uh, just because you know it was just his personality. He's yeah. you know he's a big kid, right? <laughs> and, he, uh, and he always had like a lot of advice, and that was about basketball. You know, I, I mean. He, he was just he was he he was, he was just a prankster. <laughs> he's a prankster to his heart, man. So I was he, gonna ask like, him. how fun is it to hang out with Shaq? If you need a third wheel, just let me know. I'll be there, bro. I'll, I'll show up. <laughs> you might have to wire me money, but I'll be there, man. <laughs> yeah, right, right. <laughs> man, listen, you, you oh. definitely have to bring your um, you have to bring your pers- your your you know your sense of humor with you. Your A game, yes, yes. Right. I, would, I would assume so. He seems like that kind of a guy. Right, right, right. He's a comedian for real. <laughs> oh, man. So now how does it work? Do those guys, like, they hire you to... They hit you up? Well, so, no, with, with Shaq, um, you know, I was his personal chef, so I was oh. there on a day-in and day-out basis. Yeah. Uh, awesome. You know, now, I don't, I mean, of course, I don't do it anymore now. Just because I don't, I don't have that time, and and I did it for 23 years. So now it's you know the one-offs. You know, someone may call and say, "Hey, man, listen, can we get you in, cook a meal of that special occasion, something like that?" You know, I'll fly in, do the meal, and fly right back out. Wow. So and it really does. I mean, I had 
several years of NBA and NFL. So it was pretty cool, man. And I saw, too, you you helped Shaq lose, like, 20 pounds, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, that was the year, if you remember, I'm not I'm not sure how into basketball you guys are, but if you remember that year, he had a high ankle sprain to start the season. Happened yes. in training camp. And, um, and so he had already hired me to begin with just to help control his date. But now if you're going to be, his, his weight rather, but now if you're going to be inactive because of a high ankle sprain, that's a real easy way to pick up weight. And yeah. so, you know, I was showing him how to make some changes that would inevitably help him at least not gain weight, but in his case, he actually lost weight. So it worked out pretty good awesome. for both of us. Wow. Yeah. yeah, that's amazing. What um, What's something just the average person could do to eat healthier day to day? Really just, really just uh, monitor your, you know, your calories. If you're, if you're, you know, if you're uh, eating a lot of calories, then you want to, you know, obviously uh, work out a little bit more. And you know, working out and hand, working out and eating goes hand in hand. So you know, a lot of people are not mindful of that. They figure if I just eat a little less or or whatever, then I'm just going to lose weight, and it doesn't necessarily happen that way. So it really just depends on your body type, what you're trying to accomplish, and so on, man. But I would say. Eat more times a day, more from a snack perspective. Eat your heavier meals earlier in the day as opposed to later in the night. You know what I mean? Now you have all all day to burn those calories off. So. And what uh, I want to ask you too, just uh, I'm a parent. Uh, for kids, like what can you do to help your kids eat healthier? Because my kids... They're picky. Um, even my son this past summer, he's going to my, my mom. He's like, Nanny, I love carrots. I love cooked carrots. So she bought a can mm-hmm. of cooked carrots and made it. And he's like, I don't want to eat these. And I'm like, what's wrong, buddy? And he goes, I like the squares. I don't like slices. I'm like, dude, <laughs> get out of here. So <laughs> I didn't. I just, I, I didn't make him eat it. But you know I, what? I didn't the solution for that? Yeah. Honestly, um, help, let, him, let him help you. Um, in the kitchen, let them help you in the kitchen. Let them help prepare the meal, or prep the meal, or set the table, whatever. But I've learned over the years working with some of the kids of different celebrities that if you want to get them to eat different things or try different things, let them um, see the process of preparation and and participate in that. That teaches them something. And because they did it, they take ownership. They're gonna try it, and and that's pretty much it, man. I love that. I mean, that's really the way to go. Yeah, that sounds that's amazing. It's I crazy. It's something you never think of, but it's like, it just sounds perfect. <laughs> like <Yeah>. you should <laughs> right, right. Uh, uh, and going back right. to that, were you involved as a kid in, in cooking? Listen, I started at the age of seven. Wow. You know, I watched my mom cook pancakes one day, and. Um, and I, I literally just sit there in the corner watching her prepare those pancakes. The next morning, if you have kids, you know kids will have a tendency to get up earlier than everybody else as if they have a job, right? Especially on, like, the weekends or something like that if they're not sleeping in. Yeah. And it's like, dude, like, go back and lay down while I was that kid. Yeah. And, and, <laughs> and so for me, I, I got up that next morning. And I went in there and tried to duplicate everything I saw her do. 
making those pancakes. And that's how I got started with cooking. That's awesome. Just that simple. And by the time I was um, 9 and 12, she didn't have to cook anymore unless she just chose to. So, oh, I mean, because I, I loved it so much, I just enjoy seeing the end product. And so for me, um, you know, just, you know, feeding my, cooking for my sisters and, you know, and eating whatever I wanted because I always had a big appetite. You know, just going through that process, man. And I, and I didn't even set out to become a chef. I really didn't. I didn't even know anything about what a chef was or had even heard the word chef, come to think of it. Wow. So it wasn't until I got in the military. I was going to ask, like, what would you be doing if you weren't a chef? I think I'd be a lawyer. Yeah. I, I always wanted to, you know, I always wanted to practice law. Or, you know, for a while, I, I, I wanted to be a Secret Service agent. thought that would be pretty cool. That would be cool. <laughs> that would be cool. <laughs> I, I heard you mention military. I was going to ask, too, in the military, when you were a cook, do you have a lot at your expose, exposal uh, as far as like, ingredients and all that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we had everything. Um, that was, That's one thing about, at least during the time that I was in, we literally uh, did it all. Like we we slice, we dice, we boil, we prep. You know, we we uh, you know we were serving over you know thirty two hundred people per day. Wow! And so you imagine doing that. You know, at least five days a week. Yeah. Um, in most cases, if you're lucky, or six at least. You know, at thirty some hundred soldiers. And and depending on the unit that you were in, it might have been more than that. Like those guys in the Navy, they're they're you know they don't have as many options where they could go and eat. But I was in the Army, so you know we were pretty consistent on the amount of numbers that we were doing on a on a per meal basis. But thirty two hundred was enough, I promise you. <laughs> That's got to be uh, such a compliment too, as a chef. You know, it, 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 you're you're giving people comfort away from home. You're giving people right. You're giving people all everything they have, like that keeps them going. Right. Like it, it's it's an amazing thing. Yeah, it's not an easy thing either because you know, everyone comes from all over, all over, right? Yes. Different lifestyles, different races, different heritages, yeah. and so when they when you sit down to eat, you know what's good to one is not good to the other necessarily. Or you introduce people to things that they never would have tried before. So um, I think that was like one of the greatest and coolest parts of, of being a cook in the military and even being a chef now. You know, it, it's that challenge, right? Yeah. It's that challenge to see how I could turn you on to something that you may not have tried or you've had it that way and you hated it and now you tasted my way, my cuisine, and it's like... Wow. That's cool. I wanted that, that, yeah. That's amazing. What is your specialty as a chef? Because I was a personal chef, I had to be versed in some of everything. But Southern Cuisine with a gourmet twist is my primary uh, thing. But I'm, you know, I'm well-versed in French. I'm well-versed in, you know, quite a bit of different uh, cuisines. Wow. You know, I had to be well-rounded. Yeah. Did you go to school for that, too? I didn't go to culinary school. Wow. 
I got it all through the military. Wow, that is outstanding, yeah. man. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, a lot of people are blown away. And the funny thing is I, I mentor a lot of chefs who are in culinary school right now, you know, or just coming out of culinary or what have you. Yeah. You know, so it's pretty cool. It really was the gift God gave me, man. It totally is. I was going to say, too, you have a couple books out, too, right? One is um, Eat right, Like a Celebrity, right. and it's kind of like your life story and a cookbook. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. right. I talk about, um, you know, my early childhood and, and, you know, some of the things that I love to cook. I talk about my times with working with celebs, athletes, and entertainers. And then I also talk about my military days, you know, what that was like. And, and I address some of the things that my former clients, you know, their favorite dishes and how we arrived at that being their favorite dish. You know, so we talk about a lot of that. And and that's, that is the uh, Eat Like a Celebrity uh, book. The one that I have out currently is uh, Carolina Soul. It's about books. It's, it's about recipes that are indigenous to North and South Carolina. You know, so I talk about everything from you know, the the ocean and all of our fresh seafood. Um, we'll talk about the mountains and, and how, you know, we prepare the moonshine, you know, because we we have it all. We got the mountains on one side, the ocean on the other, the big city in between. Yeah. And and, and because of that, man, we have so many amazing restaurants and eateries cool. throughout the, both Carolinas. And would you ever consider um, your own restaurant, or do you have your own restaurant? Right now, um, um, you know, I have a couple of concepts that I'm looking to put out, um, open up, um, and uh, but I'm, right now I'm the executive chef of Rocky Mountain Events here in Rocky Mountain, North Carolina. It's the very first uh, convention center here in this, in um, this city, and man, it's been a it's been a roller coaster ride, and I'm loving every bit of it. Really, yeah. <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's awesome. So we're coming up on our first year being being open, man. It's pretty cool. Pretty cool. 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 Um, do you have any other projects like in the works? Like any more books or any anything else on the uh, on the horizon? Horizon. Yeah, man, my, yeah. My daughter and I. My daughter is really into fitness. She's a biology major at North Carolina A&T. And we're talking about, uh, or not even talking about, we're working on a cookbook right now, um, a father-daughter type cookbook on that's addressing uh, eating right and working out and how how it goes hand in hand. And so, um, you know, me being over 50 now, you know, having the gut and the stomach, <laughs> and she's looking at me like, Dad, like, really, come on, you know, this. <laughs> we're not going to let this go like this, you know. And so we're talking about all of these fun things, man, and some funny moments that we had. And, I, you know, I had the recipes. She has the, the workout to go with those recipes. And, you know, we're hoping that we help a whole lot of people with that. That sounds like it could work as a show, even like maybe even on a YouTube channel or something. That sounds probably like a, can. A yeah. Good, yeah. Good project, man. <laughs> Why don't you produce it, man? Oh, Slim. <laughs> Slim is the producing machine. I, I'm just I'm just a pretty. Well, Rob, that's not true. Rob is also great at um, the social media and advertising. Yeah. Rob is an amazing advertiser. We so. might be able to. 
work this out. Yeah. <laughs> see, see, let's make it happen, man. We're damn ready. Right, damn right. With Shaq, with special appearances by Shaq. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> that would that might be a little tough to do. That might be a little tough. That's uh, really busy, it. man. I have a quick question because I'm just curious. I'm I'm a big fan of um uh, craft beer. And Rob and I live in New Jersey, and in New Jersey to have a brewery, you're not allowed to also serve food, which is a shame because I've been to breweries out of state, and any brewery I've gone to, I swear it's the every brewery has the best food ever. So I was curious about your thoughts on like breweries and, and food. Well, first of all, I'm originally from New Jersey. Okay. Just so you guys know. Oh, it's awesome. He's doing it. And here in North Carolina, we have an area of town called the Mills. And in the Mills, uh, they have all of these local breweries. Like we make, they make their own beer. And those beers are relegated, you know, primarily throughout the Carolinas. I think that the possibilities of what you can do with food and, and beer is amazing. Yeah. I just think that is, and Sounds I think it's like endless. Way. And I think that people will be totally shocked by, you know, some of the things that you can come up with. It's far more than just beer, batter, this and that. I mean, the, the, I've tested some different things with beer um, on my own, just playing around, like beer that's, you know, made into ice cream. Oh, wow. You know, that's actually pretty tasty. Wow. That's awesome. That's, and I was going to say, too, like you could also, like, uh, hone your skills to um, – where it tastes better for to go along with like certain to pair like, like the beer that you're brewing. Yeah, at your brewery. Yep. I feel Absolutely. like you could totally work on something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean that that I, that's why I say the ideas of what you can do are endless. Wow. You know, with with that type of situation. That's weird to and me we too. Should explore it. That you said like they they're not allowed to here. Like it, why, it has, would you, um, why would you prohibit that? Because it's the the liquor licenses are really expensive in New Jersey. Oh yeah, they are. So weird so licenses. the restaurants here don't want the breweries to serve food because technically breweries don't need a liquor license to oh, serve liquor because they make their own beer. They make it so the the restaurants <laughs> are just kind of like pissy about it like, well that's not <laughs> that fair the that. dumbest that's the dumbest thing yep i yes. think you know people are so afraid to change sometimes yes. but i would say you know I, I guess i'm more of an optimist you know i want to see what the possibilities are yeah right and, and 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 at the end of the day if you're afraid of that then step your game up and make yes. some better food that's what i was just yep. gonna say <laughs> exactly <laughs> would force that guy in that restaurant probably to... sucks yeah, yeah. you that's gotta you attitude. gotta you gotta prove it man yeah or just sell right. your dumb liquor license and make your own beer <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> exactly right exactly i mean it, it never seems to make people get all up in arms about you know change yeah <laughs> yes Jerome, too, I wanted to ask you, have you worked with um, other famous chefs? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, for seven years I, I participated in the um, Walt Disney World Epcot Food and Wine uh, Festival. And, you know, you get everybody from Robert Irvine to Cat Cora to G. Garvin to Jeff Henderson you know, uh, Jannard Wells, we, we Shoda. You get so many different chefs um, that come in because they they have select select every year mm. some of the top chefs in the nation. 
And so um, because of that, I had the opportunity whenever I do those type of events to work with some dynamic chefs, Pat Neely, Gina Neely, um, I mean, you name it. So cool. Absolutely. Is there anyone you would, that you haven't, that you would like to work with? Uh, Emerald. I, you know, I'm, I'm just a fan of Emerald because of his charisma. Yes. I've met him a couple of times, but I've never actually worked with him. Cool. Um, so that, that might be pretty cool. Um, yeah. Bobby Flay, I'd love to do something with Bobby. He's awesome. Um, you know, I, I, yeah, he's he's an amazing chef, and I like to go over to, over the water and do something with the naked chef, man. I mean, you know, uh, I think that might be pretty cool. Who, who's the naked? I chef? I don't know the naked chef. Oh my god, are you serious? Yep. <laughs> yeah. If you if you Google the naked chef, he's out of London, right? Okay. And uh, I think it's Jeremy. Is it Jeremy? What's his like? What is his name? Anyway, he's he's like literally one of the top chefs. Wow. And um, this guy, this guy is one of England's most popular chefs, and um, and I've I've watched his cooking over the years, and he's had some of the you know he's had some amazing moments on on his shows with some of the things that he's put out, and even his restaurants are you know they're pretty good, man. James they're Trevor Oliver. Yeah, yeah, Jamie Oliver. That's it. That's does he, it. Jamie Oliver. Is he naked? Does he ever burn himself with grease? Like that Say would be again? dangerous. Is he naked? Like does he burn himself with no, grease? No, 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 <laughs> no. I wouldn't be wanting to go work with a naked dude. <laughs> hey man, if you, even if he, that. even if he was the best chef in the world, you wouldn't want to work side by side with him. Yeah, no, no, not at all. How did you stir <laughs> that naked. naked chef? I don't want to know how you stirred that, bro. <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a bit scary. That's a bit scary. <laughs> yeah, no, we're not doing that. <laughs> Why is he called uh, the naked chef? I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I think maybe because of his approaches, or you know, to a lot of his cooking is or, or organic. That's what I thought. Yeah. 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 I think it's because it, it, you know he does a lot of organic stuff, and and um, it really just kind of. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, because I'm looking at him. He's he's got clothes on. He's got clothes on, and all the pictures on Google. So I'm like, wait, what? what? Very, very disappointing. <laughs> yeah, I want a naked man to cook me a plate. <laughs> uh, what what's your opinion on this whole uh, gluten free thing? What do I think about it? Yeah, like especially like you you know you said you've uh, gotten people to eat healthy and stuff. Like, do you think? Does it do anything? Does it make a Is it like, yeah, you know, because people have so many different health um, challenges. Usually, so so here's the thing. Usually, people who um, eat gluten free, those are people who typically have celiac disease. Okay. Right. Um, and you can't have anything that's going to thicken their blood, so they stay away from like the wheats and and other type of things that. Um, you know, they have gluten in their food. I mean, it literally clogs everything, and it can kill them. Well, some people have said, yeah, I'm on a gluten-free diet, and it's because they think they're, they're using it to help them lose weight. And and, and what, what sucks about it is, you know, for those who really can't have gluten versus those who are so-called on a, you know, just this weird diet, 
you know, and they come in and they tell you all this bogus stuff about themselves. This is not true. Yeah. And yeah. so my first question is, do you have celiac disease? Yeah. Um, what is that? <laughs> oh, my God. I'm like, yeah, I just like soy milk. <laughs> right. <laughs> right, right. You just want to make my day jacked up. Okay. Is it? <laughs> so So then my next follow-up question there for somebody who actually has uh, celiac d- disease, is it hard? Like if you had to cook for them, is it hard to cook for them? No, it's not hard to cook for them. It's just, it's just um, making sure that you you know in that moment you have their life in your hands. And mm-hmm. so if you're not if you're not certain about it, then you know ask or Google or or don't do it. You know, pass yeah. them off to someone else who is well versed in that, so that you know you're not playing with someone's life. Wow. Because yes. it, it, it just seems like it would be so hard to find stuff like without wheat and like just. You know, whatever else is gluten, I guess mainly just. Yeah. Well, a lot of, you know, society has changed so much. And there's food, the food industry, because of celebrity chefs and TV and things like that, a lot of people are far more educated than they used to be. Mm-hmm. Like, think about it. When you were a kid, did you ever hear anything about gluten? No. no. I ate whatever the Never hell was heard in, of it, right? Was in yeah, you just ate whatever. Box but those everything. people have yeah. always been around. Yeah, and because of education, you know, and because of education, you know, people are, are more versed in what you know you should and shouldn't have now. Did, did they just There's so many? Did they just did they just die back in the day? Like what <laughs> happened to those people? Like no, no. Most of the time, it's diagnosed at some point um, because or has some kind of you know you know terrible reaction to it. Like for example, with me, I'm allergic to bananas. Cannot have them. Can't can't do the smell. Yeah. I don't. Obviously, I don't cook with them, and yeah. and I'm never around them. Um, oh. But I didn't learn that until I was in seventh grade. And a lot of times, when you have issues like that with any other food allergy, <clears throat> um, you learn pretty pretty young, unless you develop it when you're an adult. You know, like shellfish or something like that. But um, I think those people are are they learn pretty early on. That yeah. this is an issue, and then our doctors can can you know then tell them what they should shouldn't have. Gotcha, Chef Rome. We have to wrap this oh, up. It's man. been a blast talking to you, man. Yeah, man. I enjoyed you guys. Enjoyed you too. <laughs> Where can everybody find you? So um, I'm on all the social media sites. Chef Jerome Brown on Instagram, on Facebook as well. Um, on Twitter, I'm Chef Jerome Brown. Um, and listen, I respond to everything. My website is cookwithrome.com. And, um, yeah, hit me up. And if you need to email me, it's chefrome at gmail.com. Awesome, dude. Thank you so much for talking to us. Oh, man, I enjoyed it, man. Y'all have a great evening. You, you too, too, my man. All right. Bye-bye. Later, dude. Such a good interview. Really we will cool. be back with Raven Rocks. Huh, this is Hank Hale. You're watching the Rob and Slim show. I tell you what. <laughs> oh, oh. Rob and Slim show. Hey guys. Raven Rocks. Yes, it is. Transgender adult film star. How have you been, Raven? I have been awesome. Awesome. What have you been up to since Very- we last spoke? Oh my God! Um, well, lots of lots of nominations. We oh, actually wow. got nominated for our first AVN. 
Wow. What is, what's an AVN? Is that uh, adult video? Uh, <laughs> it's it's awards them in Vegas, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, cool. That's that's like the. Uh, I guess it'd be like the. Uh, like the, the Grammys for porn. The Jizzies. Like yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's 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 prestigious, Slim. How dare yeah, you? Yeah, I don't dare. know if, if you guys remember me talking about a DVD we did called She Mel Scares. I, was that with the, there was like a Nightmare on Elm Street thing you did, right? Yeah. 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 That actually got nominated I, I may have, best. I may have watched it after we talked. You may have came. I may have <laughs> came to that video. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that actually got nominated for best trans DVD. That's wow. awesome. Congrats. Did it, did it win? No. Gosh, ah. no. We're not a big back um, studio, so of course it's not going to win. But that, still, that's got to be a great honor just to be nominated. Yeah, like, yes. Yeah, it, it is. It's, it's one of those things where it is. It's just, it's huge just to be nominated. So when, we were we were very thankful. When you were talking about studio, do you have, like, do you guys do it on your own? Or are you gals? Yeah. Like, you guys do your own thing. I thought so. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's three trans girls and then there's one genetic girl who is our director Lexis Steele and we have our own production company called Bad Girl Mafia nice that's what I was going to say that, that's, that's, I would think it would be better to, to do it that way yeah you don't we have to we actually just released another DVD um, it's actually called T-Girl Space Pirate I did see that one. I think we, uh, I th- was maybe last time we talked, maybe it was in production. I do remember it. And it I was do in see production, it. yeah. <laughs> Who's in that? It's um, me, Kimber Haven, um, Riley. Um, she's kind of new to the company. Um, Amy Fox. Um, we had a male porn star named Daddy T. Um, I think that's it. Is he the yeah. guy in the mask? Yeah. yeah. What, what was his name? Daddy T? Daddy T. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> Why does he wear the mask, Daddy? Why does Daddy T wear the mask? Daddy He's got to know the man behind the mask. <laughs> He's got to... Well, back then he had to... He, he was a little more shy about oh, wanting okay. to save his job in just in case. But actually he started showing his face um, and a few scenes that he's done not tied to any DVD. Ah, just personal cell phone videos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Daddy T, I want the connection. You wouldn't Daddy believe. T. You wouldn't believe. We actually, um, it's really hard to find guys that are willing to show their face. That's. I was wondering. I was wondering that. If. If we allow, if we did solely content with guys wearing masks, I could, I could fucking, if guys wanted to see us fucking guys wearing masks, I could retire tomorrow just <laughs> off doing porn. Guyswithmasks.com. Yeah, but the thing is, guys don't want to see that. Guys want to see. And, and I don't know why. why. Because guys seem to be focused on us getting fucked in the ass, but for some reason... <laughs> they don't want that. They don't want the fucking... wearing guys fucking us 
does not sell as well oh. as guys not wearing masks. And there's I only, want, like, two guys that won't wear masks. That, and that, that's because, like, personally, like, I want to see the guy's, like, movement, his facial expressions when he's fucking you in the ass. I yeah, want to know exactly. how he feels. I want to I want to be able to connect with him. I want to see that money shot face <laughs> yeah. from that guy. Just, like, I don't know about you guys, but when I watch porn, if I can obviously tell that the woman moans or overdubbed, it kills it for me. Yes. I just go to the next one. Yeah. Agreed, yeah. agreed. That or like <laughs> if it's if it's not in English, I, it's got to be. In English. <laughs> I'm really? not being racist. I like yeah. I like a good ch- uh, Czech Republic porn. <laughs> <laughs> they got some good shit. I'm like, what? Who's wrong with me? Like, I lose Czech. my boner. I'm like. Really? This, this is I, uh, I like I try to figure out what they're saying. I'm like, wait, this isn't even English. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I love foreign. I, I love. It just doesn't do it for me when she starts screaming. I, I, I. <laughs> <laughs> do you, Do you guys find um a lot of new a lot of new upcoming stars, or do you just strictly work with each other? Um. No, actually, we actually work with a lot of newer girls because when we first started, no one wanted to work with us. Wow. And that's kind of how Bad Girl Mafia came about. Um, like I told you guys before, I didn't, I didn't start my transition till later. Yes. I, I didn't even start hormones until I was 38. So at that time, trans porn really didn't want anything to do with you if you were over the age of about 35. I was going to ask and why. I was, I was in my 40s. Wow. So, and Kimber was the same way, Kimber Haven. Yes. So we said, fuck it, and we started our own company. Well, you know, fast forward to now. You know, we've actually made it and, you know, we're getting nominated for awards and getting invited here and there and everywhere. And we're actually, you know, successful. Um, So now we have these girls coming to us that are telling us the same thing. You know, we're being told no here and there and everywhere. We're looking at these girls and we don't understand why they're being told no or you know, in certain cases we're on the East coast and a lot of stuff is going on on the West coast. And these girls just can't get out there. We're like, you know, we're three or four hours away. Can you get here? And you know, they can't. Yes. So we're working with a lot of girls that are, you know, a lot more geographically closer to us. So yeah, we're working with a lot of newer girls that are, in those situations. That's cool. That's cool to offer something different, something uh, more accessible. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, I'm the talent coordinator. Can you hear that coming out of me? <laughs> Slim, can you hear that? <laughs> how, how do you choose the talents, Raven? Um, actually, I I can talk. So I know a lot of people because I talk to a lot of people and I have a lot of friends from talking to a lot of people. So 
through my networking yes. with a lot of people, I will have girls that will just say, I just talked to this person. I'm sending her to you. Cool. So a lot of it's passive anymore. Cool. <laughs> <clears throat> and have you done um, conventions? Like, are there fetish conventions? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So far this year we did, you know, obviously the AVN. Um, we did TEAs everything because we end up being nominated for stuff um avns teas fetish cons were the big ones we did this year um fetish con we actually did um our third annual tranny house and that will actually be an upcoming dvd because we actually at one point had um i think 12 transsexuals in one house because we rent this huge house a, a pool and everything um, a good half of the house had sliding windows that all opened up all to the pool so like one whole side of the house that house was an L shape and like the whole L shape that faced the pool all just opened up glass oh. and we invited just all the girls we knew that wanted to come out. And I think we had a total of like 12 girls and it was just a free for all. And we just recorded what happened. Nice. Nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what are, are there any fetishes though that you don't get? Like, is there any fetish you're like, you, you're just like, I'm not, I'm not down with that fetish. I mean, outside of the obvious, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, like the obviously scat. I mean, I yes. just, yeah, I don't, I don't get that. it. I don't get that. I don't get um, the baby. Like, I want, I want to wear a diaper. Like, oh, that's yeah. one a little yeah. weird to me. Like, yeah, there's some that's some that's just like, wow, I don't understand. I don't get it. One that I, I really don't get, and it really turns me off, and it disturbs me is. Some of the age play stuff. Really? I mean, yeah. Like, yeah, because it, it disturbs me in the sense of, do, are they really? Yes. Are you, just, yeah. Yeah. There's a certain range where it's like, it's, pushed, it's understandable, yeah. but then there's like, yeah, no, that's, that's no good. That's not good. Age play would well, be like I, girl dressed up like schoolgirl or something like that. No, or, not even as no, far as that goes. No, like no. I'm I've, a nine year old. I've known I've known one trans girl in particular who was actually and and I'm not lying here. She was she was like 31 years old, but she literally looked like she was 12. Oh, she yes. looked like a 12 year old mm-hmm. girl. Yes, yes. And That's she worse. she would actually play herself off yeah. as a twelve year old girl to sugar daddies. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, and that's, that, that's really weird. I did not agree with that. I, I, yes, I, I complete. I agree with you on that. Yeah, that's, that's. She probably could have a good career in the FBI, though, just arresting scumbags. <laughs> or yeah, what's that? Yeah, to catch a <laughs> the, uh, Chris d- Hansen. Hansen, Chris Hansen, yeah, got a job with Chris Hansen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that'll work. And I was gonna ask you too, uh, Raven. Uh, as far as as being a woman, is there any is there any aspect you hate of it, like heels or anything like that? 
you're asking me to hate what I actually became. I don't want you to hate what you became, but is there anything about being a girl that you're like, fuck that, I'm not doing that thing? You know what's inconvenient? (laughs) What's that? Um, and, and I don't really regret, you know, why, why I transitioned, but one thing I do miss is you fuckers now get up, get in the shower, wash your hair, throw on some fucking clothes, walk out the door and go to work. Yes. I get up two fucking hours early every day (laughs) because I have to get up, take a shower. (laughs) Yes. Make sure I smell good. Yes. Then put on makeup. <laughs> then put on nice clothes so I can appease to everyone. And then walk out the door and go to work. Even uh, my girlfriend going to bed. Like the, the, the process she tells me is like lotion and, and spray yeah. stuff <laughs> in the hair. And I'm like, oh my God, like that's a lot of work. Yeah, yeah. just going to just bed. Going to bed. <laughs> going to bed, you spend 45 minutes. Like what the fuck? I, I lay down and I sleep. And I am so lazy that I have lasered my entire body because yes. I don't want to shave. I would be on that level, yeah. If I if I wanted to be <laughs> that way, yes, I would not want to. That's another thing. The maintenance of that, hmm. it, it, it's got to be rough. Because even just as a guy, just trimming and stuff here and there, it's like I let it go a little too far. And then the drain's clogged. It's like, what the fuck? What the fuck happened here? <laughs> oh. I mean, I went as far as lasering, and, and this is, I'm not going to lie, um, I've heard trans women say, especially when I was first coming out, that laser on your face was so horribly painful. Oh, no. <laughs> no. 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 Is it, is it painful no. financially? It's got to be expensive, right? Laser on my armpit. Oh, yeah. Was that some of the worst pain I've ever had in my life. Oh, what? Like, that's... laser, it's just like it's just burning. They burn the, um, what, what's that? The, the, the cuticles? The, is that what the it's cuticle? called? Uh, no, 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 it's, it's um... the follicle. follicle. Yeah, it's, it's, it's the laser that goes all the way down to the actual root of yeah. the hair yes. and kills it Ooh. by burning it to death. <laughs> oh my God. And you have to do it multiple times in oh. order to kill them all. Wow. Wow. Think about it. Every time you go, you might kill 30%. Wow. So how, how long did it take? That let's just talk. Let's just say armpits. How long did it take to where you weren't growing any more armpit hair? Going any back? Going back? Anymore. Well, you go. You go about every six weeks, and it's probably taken probably at least six to eight Treatments. sessions. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. Wow. How much? A session? And every time, every time, you're probably talking four four hits on each armpit and each hit feels like I would equate it. You know, the rubber bands they put on around the broccoli stalks when you go to the store. Yeah. Yeah. Take one of those, hold it against your armpit, pull it back as far as you can pull it and then let it go. (laughs) 
Give me a broccoli. And then do it three more times. Give me a broccoli band, Slim. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. That sounds horrible. And you pay for it to be done. Okay, but now think about this. You know when you you've heard of women getting Brazilians, right? Yes. I've done that with laser. Wow. Ooh. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> we wanted pain. we wanted to get our uh intern uh a brazilian but he he he's he's i think he's a liar raven he he says he goes to school for part part of the year and that's last time you you talked oh. to us he was here but now he's not and the last time uh last season we got him so drunk he professed his love for lady boys and now he's uh, he's in, in science class. If that's code, yeah. is, that, is that code for something? Science class? No. No, that's not. <laughs> that I know There's of. no science class in your world? <laughs> I don't know. No? <laughs> <laughs> that sounds very suspicious to me. I think he's in. <laughs> I think he's in Raven's room right now. <laughs> Do you have Lamborghini with you? <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with liking T Girl Dad? Nothing. Nothing. But <laughs> uh, oh my god, he, he always got so offended anytime yeah. we'd bring it up and then I I think it was uh it was during an interview last year he got he got shit faced and he just started professing his love for Lady Boys. <laughs> I was like, Yeah, there's your there's the truth right there. That's the, the, the freak flag. <laughs> oh yeah. He's a mess. He's a mess. <laughs> well, I mean, I I tell everybody I have never gotten hit on by a gay guy. The straight guy. Never. Straight. They're all straight. Ah, that's that's what they tell themselves. <laughs> well, I also say that there's there's two kinds of guys. Guys that watch trans porn and guys that lie about watching trans porn. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Is there anyone that you haven't worked with that you would love to work with? Um, well, there's somebody that I used to jerk off to and she has disappeared off the face of the earth and I would love to find her and work with her. Her name is Vicki Richter. She just yeah. doesn't just doesn't do uh, just videos anymore. Off the face of the earth. Wow! Like if you Google her, like nothing comes up. She just stopped. No, all her old stuff. But up until um, like the mid two thousands, she just dropped off the face of the earth. I think she left porn. Wow! And just, I mean, just left it like wanted to disappear and just disappeared wow that, yeah that's that's strange wow and, and is there yeah, any i'd love to get my hands on allura jensen too <laughs> oh who's that who's that allura jensen i gotta google yeah oh i've met her uh well we actually know her um see her a lot she's a she's a huge trans supporter she she i believe she does crossover um but she's she's a huge trans supporter. We see her at a lot of events. Nice. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> and, 
What I was gonna ask too, what um what upcoming uh films do you have planned? Well, like I said, we just released T Girl Space Pirate. We are beginning filming um a Dungeons and Dragons themed porn <laughs> called so, T Girl Gamer. Slim's roommate. Yeah, my, 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 my roommate. I'll, I'll give him your contact. He's, he's got a group. He's got a group of D and D buddies. <laughs> <laughs> well, then you'll love to know. Um, Kimber Haven loves to play D and D, and Lexa Steele, her wife, um, loves to play also. Ah. And they've been hounding me forever, and. They finally got me to sit down a couple nights ago and finally play. And I actually had fun. You did? Cool. Slim didn't. I didn't. Because they were but, just too serious. And that, yeah. the one kid, like, after I, after we we played and everything, I had told everybody, like, ah, I don't think this is my thing. And the kid, like, blew ah. up. And one kid, like, blew up on me. And he's like, you weren't even paying attention. <laughs> he's like... You're you're just like you're you seem like a cool guy, but you acted like a dick tonight. And I'm like, all right. <laughs> Slim got poem. Yeah. <laughs> I know at one point Kimber got mad at me. I had a barbarian and it took enough damage and she's like, You're dead. So I took the character sheet and I wadded it up and she goes, What are you doing? I'm like, well, it's dead. (laughs) She got all mad at me, and she's like, it's "It's not dead. And I'm like, you just said it's dead. (laughs) And she's like, well, dead's not dead. And I'm like, what the fuck? (laughs) What is? And apparently in Dungeons and Dragons, dead is not dead. Uh, Unless the hit points are like double the amount of dead. Oh, I don't freaking know. I don't even know. I don't know. (laughs) God damn. Apparently it's, uh, it's, it's like a whole cult thing. Yeah. Yeah, I got one one more question before we wrap this up because um, sure. you said you said you're you're releasing like a lot of uh, DVDs, and I was curious to the difference in sales, especially in, in today's like internet age, like as far as DVD sales go. And then there's a lot of sites where you can buy clips digitally and just download whatever like a clip. Yeah. Um, what do you still do well with DVD sh- sales? Well, <laughs> sorry. We, um, we do, um, like clip sales in between, we'll do individual things, but then we actually really believe in telling stories. Oh, okay. So the DVDs are more of pet projects for our hardcore fans that really love when we actually tell the our dvds are more stories with porn in it yes and our fans that love to see that are the ones that like the dvds and when i say dvds we do print dvds for our fans that still want dvds but we do also release that dvd on a vod format oh okay yeah. Then, <laughs> sorry. Uh, we do also still 
do individual scenes in between. Like, while we were down at FetishCon and doing our whole tranny house thing, I still filmed two individual scenes with two genetic females. Cool. That was not part of tranny house. They were completely separate from the whole tranny house DVD thing. Wow. So, and they were actually released individually on my mini bed. Okay. Oh, okay. That's what I was gonna. That's what I was wondering. It was for like a separate project, or wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it gets yeah. confusing. Um, yeah, one was you know just me having, I don't want to say it was vanilla sex because I fucked her in like eight different, eight or nine different positions, and we <laughs> fucked for like over forty minutes. Yeah. But then the second scene was actually a femdom scene where. I'm, you know, blowing away on a strap-on, and then I get literally fucked half to death where she pegs me um, really hard. <laughs> oh, it's <was> amazing. <laughs> but, yeah, and I released those on my many vids and on my website. Can you come just from this uh, from anal? No, and it's sucks i used to be able to but i've been on hormones so long i think my prostate shrunk too damn much <sighs> slim <laughs> help help raven <laughs> <laughs> now if i'm jerking while i'm getting fucked that's I what can. i think you can yeah that's, yeah that's good <laughs> yeah i can if i'm doing that but what sucks is when earlier in my transition oh i could be getting fucked and I could just orgasm just from getting fucked. Wow. Yeah, it was fucking amazing. <laughs> Goddamn. Goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> we have to wrap this up, but it has been great talking to you. And uh, Yeah, it was awesome again. Yes, we'll definitely we'll definitely have you back on. You're you're an amazing Yeah, you'll have to get dirtier yes. next time. Yeah, we will. We will. <laughs> Some some won't even be clothed. Where can everybody find you, Raven? Or my Power Rangers onesie next time. (laughs) (laughs) Power Rangers Slim is is another level. I don't know if anyone can handle. Um, But where can everybody find you, Raven? Gosh, now my allergies are catching me. Um, You can find me... um, my my main website is um, ravenrocks.com, and that's rocks, R-O-X-X. Um, my many vids, it's really easy to find. It's just MV, so Mike Victor, mvravenrocks.com. And then um, you can um, also find our radio show. Just go to um, badgirlmafia.com. That gets you to um, our radio show, and um, that'll get you to our DVDs if you want to buy them. And I think there's also a link there to our VODs. Awesome. Slim, you buying? I am. All right. right. (laughs) Raven, it's been a blast. (laughs) Thank you so much for talking to us. Thank you guys for having me back. It was a ball. It was. Talk soon. Bye. Bye, Raven. We'll be back with the dads talking shit. Hey, it's Ryder. 
your favorite little phone sex doll. Let's get real for a moment. When was the last time you had a girl down on her knees worshiping your fucking perfect cock? Over on Night Flirt, my friends and I, we take really, really good care of you. We are real girls offering real connections over the phone and through personal messaging. We have it all. Whether you're looking for dirty talk, role plays, or even just a friend to talk to, call me. Don't worry. Your wife, your girlfriend, your friends, they're never going to find out. Nothing will ever show up on your phone bill, so you can be sure your dirty little secrets are safe with me. Sign up for nightflirt.com. And if you hit me up on Twitter at FlirtRiderDoll and let me know that you heard me on the Robin Slim Show, I'm going to hook you up with some free minutes for you to get a hold of the perfect little cocksucker of your dreams. Are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Been fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new toy or adult movie? Well, here's an offer you won't be able to resist. Go to adamandeve.com and for a limited time only, you'll get 50% off just about any item. But that's not all. Oh, no. When you select your one item at 50% off, you'll also receive three free adult DVDs for a little inspiration. Plus, a free extra gift so sensual, we can't mention it on the radio. And to top it all off, we'll even throw in free shipping on your entire order. And no, we're not teasing. So check out adamandeve.com today for this special offer. Get 50% off one item when you type ROB for the offer code upon checkout. When you do, you'll get three free DVDs, a free extra gift, and free shipping. Just use offer code ROB, R-O-B, ROB, at adamandeve.com. Rob and Slim Show. Whoa, what up? Yo, yo. Franco Indicator from Dad's Talking Shit. What's up? That is us. Up guys, how you guys been? It's been a minute. I know, I know. Man, it's just, I've been it good. Been a minute. <laughs> we all been good. You guys are in your second season, right? Episode twenty-five. Si, senor. So, yeah, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's major because yep, I think um, one of our buddies, S. Anthony, told us like most podcasts don't go uh, beyond like ten. Ten episodes. Ten episodes. Yes, yeah. right. That's that's the average life of a yeah. of a chump. That's a fucked up life, right? <laughs> right. Yeah, we had a decent amount. Shit, yeah. I got more. What's wrong with him? I got People more. are boring. That's what the fuck problem is. Or they shouldn't fucking be doing a goddamn podcast and then they try it. They try it. No, that that's what it is. I think people. What happens is people they, they get this idea in here like, oh, I could talk about. <laughs> everything for 30 minutes and then they actually have to talk about one thing like 15 minutes they fucking lose your goddamn mind how the hell you stage fright when you I got, I got a lot of ideas no you don't motherfucker you don't have any ideas i never did good in public speaking bro you're just one-on-one you're in the mic just you you scared of the mic yeah so i think that's what i think people just cannot like they, yeah. they can't fathom like after t- after after ten episodes of ten things to talk about, that's like the the most someone could do. Ten. <laughs> I got like, ten things. I, what else can I talk about? You you know what it is too. I think a lot of people go in with this like 
they'll pick like a niche thing where they're just like, oh. I'm just gonna talk about like yeah. puzzle video games, and I'm then they right. realize like I puzzle can only guy. talk about puzzle games for about ten minutes. That's how we started out. <laughs> the puzzle. We're still gonna do that shit. We're gonna talk about that shit. Like we're gonna talk about the kids, our life. Well, exactly. yeah. That went out the window. Yeah, and it left after episode five. I, dude, it's got to be hard to do a niche show because, yeah, no, I'm, I, I can't talk about one thing. <laughs> no, no, not at all. So, well, yeah. some, uh, some people don't last because they set the bar, like, so high. It's like, oh, I got to do that. And then they end up failing. Yeah. Well, they try to up to other people, I think, too. Yeah. I think a lot of people, they, they, they listen to the podcast and they think that they start to second-guess themselves or they, they think, they overthink it, not realizing just to get on there and just talk your shit. Yeah, just do your thing. Do, man. do you? Yeah. yeah. You guys got what... that. You guys got that. Just even just from the beginning of the show, you guys totally nailed that. Just... Appreciate that. How you guys been? Good. Good. Uh, six six seasons. Season right six. Here. Yeah. yeah, man. We've been trucking, and it's good to see like you guys. Like I said, like just mentioning you guys uh, being in your second season, like still going. That's that's a great thing to see. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I feel like you guys will get asked that a lot. I feel like people don't ask you how you guys do. Because <laughs> you, you guys sound like you caught off. Like, uh, yeah, we're good. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah we're good. But we'll fucking Nobody curse each other out. Like, we'll it. we'll fucking hate each other off the show. But we're good on the show. <laughs> <laughs> you got the love hate relationship. <laughs> that makes that makes the show. Is yeah. It? Yeah. But this this guy gets on my fucking nerves sometimes. Bro. Holy shit. Really? That's that's but how I love him though. That's how so. we're gonna do it. We're just gonna just, just <laughs> You know I got to air all the no. Any relationship needs the the Dom and and the, the sub. <laughs> whoa. Whoa. So you you're top or bottom. Yeah. <laughs> you stick, you stick it there? Is it short? That's why I'm, I'm bottom? <laughs> Who's the bottom? Fuck you. <laughs> Great. That's it. That's it. Oh, boy. You're lucky I don't walk away. <laughs> You're okay. No, I'm not. God damn. Oh, that, that, that guy, that got him. That. It's rare that I'm speechless, but I am fucking. <laughs> I think I think everybody's speechless. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're you're top. You're you're okay. We're all power tops. That's right. correct. Yeah, we're all power tops. tops. <laughs> God damn! I want to ask you guys: in your two seasons, what is the most important thing you've learned about podcasting? Um. Hmm. What if we say nothing? <laughs> See, I, I I like that. That's my answer. I just didn't know if like a backup recording because Slim over the years, I think that's what you've said. Yeah, is um, your most important thing, right? Just having. Uh, you know what? I, yeah, no. Yeah, I'm, we have mentioned that a couple of times. I've just learned case that. We take weeks off or some like have something to always have out there. And oh. also, we started the whole video thing as well, too. So right, yeah. a lot of people wanted to see see us. Yeah. I don't yeah. know why. But. <laughs> it is. Like, I've noticed um, fans of ours, like, say they love watching the live show. 
they love the live show. Like, where I would rather have the cleaned up, you know. I think, uh, I think people don't really like the whole, like, I think podcasting, like, listening is cool. But I think that for this particular era of, of just human, everyone wants to see something. Everyone wants to, like, watch it and see, see what happens. Yeah. The YouTube era. How about yes. that? That's, that's all it is. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, like, it, it's, it's a different dynamic for us because, like, I, like, I can't just, like, normally we do, like, kind of dress down normally. But you have to think, like, I, I really can't look like shit like I really want to because, like, the people are going to judge me. <laughs> no, I've definitely just, like, rolled out of bed and turned the mic on. Like, <laughs> I've seen live comments, like, Slim needs a haircut. <laughs> right, right, right. Like, what, like, so, what you, so, yeah, when you see us... Well, when you see me with a hat on, you definitely know I need a pair. <laughs> what is some shave with the helicopter blade, <laughs> a rusty helicopter blade? Like I've ever seen that. <laughs> oh, so, um, and also, I learned. Uh, well, one thing that I may, I guess, if I learned something, was to uh, beware the space bar. I say that because oh, we yeah. have recently. Uh, I think it was wasn't it when with the uh, it, was, it was that week where they had like the the. Um, the San, uh, not San Antonio. The yeah, the shootings. The yeah, the Walmart. The Walmart. The, yep. And yeah. The, um, the other shooting. So <clears throat> that the 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 following week or that week that Wednesday, I we had, we recorded twice because we initially started recording and we were going and I hit the space bar on accident trying to just pull up stories or whatever like that on my laptop. Yeah. But the 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 um. The, the camera was still going and it was still picking up our, our conversation. So if you actually go to that, you get a 30 minute video of what the fuck we were talking about like before. And it's then we had nuts. to redo the whole episode and it's, it's similar, but it's, it's kind of different. Cause I didn't feel like I, have, I didn't want to go through the whole editing process yeah. to make sure it work. So I said, fuck it. We're just going to record two shows. Shit. Shit. I even Where find that as far as like just tweeting goes sometimes, like, this laptop that I use on the show compared to my one at home, like, I use an older laptop at home just to do my regular shit on. And, like, yeah, sometimes, like, it just it just goes to editing something that, or, or like, it throws me back in what I'm tweeting. Like, and it's like, what the fuck? What the fuck are you doing? Yeah. 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 I do that. Damn it, I, cursor. I, do, I do, yeah, the, the fucking space bar, man. It's a bitch. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. You want to, this is like you fucking just sitting at the computer and just dozing off and you just holding the space bar. I wouldn't fall asleep <laughs> on that episode. No, you, I'm not. That's like <laughs> people who fucking just dog shit tired, they just sit at the computer while they're doing something and just yeah. wake up. It's all elf. So I'm like, what the hell are you doing? That's that. All right, yes. I was just going to say, it's been a few years since I've made, like, a major mistake, but, like, the first two years, there were, like, entire shows that I just didn't hit the record button, (laughs) or, like, we'd have, like, amazing, like, guests, and for whatever reason, the mics just weren't working because I forgot to, like, turn something on, it was just... Yeah. Even, yeah. I, I just feel like there's always something, something that had a button press or something. Like, there's always something that comes right. up. Like, that's different. Yeah. You different. Know, but I think the joy that comes with the podcasting world or just this kind of world that I guess yourself and, like, I know Karen and I, uh, and I think about is, like, if something does fuck up, if it's minor, fuck it. Yeah. yeah we just, we just put much. it out. Right. <laughs> 
No edit. We just say fucking just put it out there. Now, if we obviously can't get a whole episode, then it's like I'm pretty pissed off myself because uh, I, I can't blame nobody but myself. So I'm going to control that. But like if we so I, I learned to look over there every now and then to make sure I see the shit going and recording so I can stop us in the tracks and hey. I never learned Wait. that. I got to see something moving. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, I, one more other thing I want to say that um, like getting ready for like having guests on our show and stuff like that, I, I feel we gotten better at getting all our sounds and every all that shit situated and going. Because at first we were like, it's bad. oh, 30, give us, give us 10 minutes. We got to fix this. Give us another five minutes. We got to fix this. Now it's like, Boom! Eight o'clock. All right, we are. We both ready. We well, I think that helped too because like we have our own space. Like before, uh, Ray D got his his new house and and we took over a room in his basement for this. We were in my basement and I had to take shit down because I got little badass kids that like to fuck shit up. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I could never. We could never leave up our stuff. Like, fuck equipment. these kids. Yeah, fuck these kids. Because we could never leave stuff up. So now it's like we can. We're able to like to leave our equipment oh. in place. Everything's ready to go. So all we do is literally come in. I pu- I plug the computer in. Yeah. And we snap. And that's I think that's that's a big difference for us. Gotcha. Cool. Gotcha. Yeah, like that's the thing. Like I, I don't know. Like yeah, Slim's got that place where he could just leave it. Yeah, I don't. Well, for the most part, I set up every week. I just gotten really quick with it. Like it used to take me maybe an hour, hour and a half to set up. Now I could do. I can get a setup and ready to go in like ten minutes. Nice. Yeah, that's good. That's that's real good. <laughs> yeah, it's just well, that you develop I, the skills after a while. Yeah. You, know, you do it every week. It's like it becomes habit. <laughs> Yeah, I probably can't set up as quickly as I used to anymore because now we're, we're lazy. Well, I'm lazy. <laughs> <laughs> you got to kick that laziness. Took all, took all the workout. <laughs> I heard you guys talk about barbers. I love that clip. Just about being loyal to one barber because, like, yeah, I'll oh. wait. I'll wait like five hours for my barber. I got in trouble for that. Well, see, <laughs> just recently, I just went and got a haircut, and I'm like, fuck, do I drive? 30 minutes to go get my hair cut or test this barbershop that's right nope. down the street from me. Nope. Oh, like, no. I, I don't trust that. I don't test that. That's the thing. Like, oh, my, my wife was like, oh, they got good reviews. Okay. That probably somebody, they probably write their own reviews. <laughs> Just using different yeah. names. Hey, buddy, write this review for my barbershop. Make me right. sound good. I, don't, I mean, I wouldn't know until I finally, you know what I do? I take my, I take my nephew and let. Yeah, he don't give a fuck. Right. Yeah. A haircut is a haircut. He don't What's care. Like nine? Yeah. 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 That's my nephew. Right? Yeah. That's what I do. If it looks good on his head, then I'll, I'm like, okay, you got, you got yourself a new customer. That's what I'm going to do with my son. Fucking try it. He's going to be fucking test dummy. Hey, dude, go in there. And let me know what it works out. Okay. That's good. All right, cool. All right. I guess I can come back for more. <laughs> Yeah, I can't. I know I got in trouble because I, I I made that comment, and um, well, the the woman that lives with me that is my wife saw that and got really upset. She's oh. like, "You're more loyal to your, to your barber than to me," and I was like, "That's wow. not true." I mean, kind of, but not yeah, really. That makes me <laughs> look great. That's why you marry me. You like right. you like me looking good. You know the guy you met that had that nice crisp lining and haircut. That's why. That's why I had that goddamn yeah. haircut. You should give me the money to go get my haircut. Thank like, you. Right. <laughs> hey, man. Here. You look a little fucking rough. Go, go, go let that guy do you. I need a barbershop allowance. 
You got to take out the trash, cut the grass, all that shit. Wash dishes. Right. Laundry. God put damn. Your house on. Got to be your housewife for about a week. <laughs> Holy shit. Hey, sometimes women are replaceable. Barbers are not. <laughs> I kid, I kid, not not really, but I kid, I kid, I kid. <laughs> we <What>? all kid. <laughs> Where do you get your haircut, son? A barber shop. Ah. I used to, I used to go to salons. It was actually Rob uh, that had convinced me that like you got to go to a barber shop, and there is a huge difference. Like salons, like they just they know how to cut women's hair, hair, but they don't, they don't get <laughs> guy hair. Sisters. You they, fluff, they fluff your hair. They don't really actually cut. Yeah, they, they're like, we're gonna give you, a, we're gonna give you some layers in your hair. <laughs> I want to see layers. <laughs> I want to see. So, a... It's a funny thing because my mother tried to give me a, a coupon, 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 whatever you want to say. Yeah. yeah, coupon. It's a sports clip. Coupon. <laughs> like, I don't go to sports clubs, mom. Yeah, that's kind of. I'm like, hey, <laughs> have you seen me? You, you gave birth to me. Why would I? I want to go to sports clips. Not trying to like be racial, but sports clips is a white guy's. <laughs> you know, <laughs> not a white guy. I don't see men, like when I look at sports clips and I like and I've been inside sports clips, and I look at the fucking the the diagram like you know do you would you like a one a two a ten nothing up there says what the fuck I need. <laughs> My hair's not even that fucking texture. Oh, wait, like, oh, they got numbers. The, they got numbers like you have. Extra numbers on the back of this paper. <laughs> Where's your black guy's chart? <laughs> I try to jack off, but uh, where's the 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 somewhat uh course, but not that course? Where's that? Where's that chart at? See, I got. I I need a barber that can that can adjust that can adjust to different hair textures. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you need that. You need that. It's, it, that's that's a good that's that's a good technique right there. Because I know my barber know like. Certain times of the year, I get different haircuts. Like now, oh. I, I didn't go and get a full. I didn't. I didn't get my haircut look because I hate having a cold head in, in the, the fall and yeah. winter time. Yeah. yeah. So I like a little hair on my head, a little fuzz up there. Ah. And I just get the size taper, the back, the nice line, and all that. I can't. I've been, you got to be versatile. Like I, I'm real. I'm real open to haircuts. <sighs> See, I get. I get the same. I get the same every time. But it, just going back to talking about that, like my older two sons, when I take them, like. One of them can do scissors on top, and one of them can't. Like, and just that the barber knows that it's it's just great. It's just great. Like they don't yeah. like it. Just doesn't work for their hair. Or... Yeah, it doesn't yeah. work. One of them like uh, clippers work better, and one of them scissors work better. Like just that he knows that it's just it's just the best. It's the best. Yeah, you don't have to go to different barbers for different kids. Yeah. And then you got to tell the other barber you go to, like, you got to start telling them how to do their job. And yeah. they're, like, looking at you like, no, I know how to cut like, hair. Fuck you. I'll, I'll cut you in the alley. Like, <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I tried to cut my Tell me what hair. to use. Yeah. I Because uh, I, I didn't want to pay the extra money to get my son's haircut. So I said, you know what? I'll buy some clippers and start cutting his hair. <laughs> and then realized that was a terrible, terrible I, I miscalculated. That is, yeah, I did that too. And uh, my ex-wife was like, "Never do your own haircuts on them again. Like, don't do that. <laughs> you got to use the number one guard. <laughs> I used I did, the I did, I did number two, and it was, yeah, it didn't work out well. <laughs> number two, that low. I remember seeing it's a low. picture. Number two is that no, the number one is lower. Now it's like you, you well, yeah. didn't use no no guards at all. That's I didn't use guards. Like. I just buzzed. First, I didn't use any guards. <laughs> yeah, that's what I did. They buzzed them. 
Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I have to take a barber and I was like, hey, can you fix this? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Then you got to pay to have that fixed. Yeah, yep. no. Yep. That's not yep. good. You guys have a sponsor, right? You guys have a dad bought yes. apparel. Yeah, yeah. That is our number one sponsor. I screamed this from the mountaintops. The guy is amazing. Always coming out with new merch. They okay. Amazing. Check this shit out. So we were, I was talking to him uh, a couple of days ago, actually. <coughs> we talked to him pretty regularly, but he has he had a uh, a quarter zip pullover, like kind of the the dad bought um. Um, like kind of like sweat. Uh, what, do you, what kind of material is that? The the like the, the swoosh. The sh- 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 I say I, I call them windbreakers. Yeah. Okay. So it, it, they have a quarter zip windbreaker that just came out. They have like cool. new hats that came out. They have a whole mamba line that just came out that is like really like taking off. He has like this leather book bag that I really want. It's like a gym bag, and these this guy has coffee. Oh yeah, I've seen that. They have their own line of coffee. So I mean, wow! To be yeah, to be associated yeah. with, to have that kind of sponsor, to be able to that he you know likes us and listens to he says he, ch- he listens to us every time he goes out for a run, um, nice. and checks us out. And he's always act like we're always in conversation and communication with this guy. I mean, like it it to me, I was telling Ray like I don't care if we get another sponsor because this dude is legit. This okay. guy. So is you dope. for all your listeners. Uh, go to dadbotapparel.com. If you type in capital D, capital T as in Tom, capital S. So D as in David, T as in Tom, S as in Sam. Six all together. You get 15% off on us. That's good. Nine. So there you go. That 15% goes a long way. Hell yeah, that's taxes. Especially yeah. if you get more than one item. Right, that's taxes. Sometimes even you go on taxes there, you you definitely gonna get more than one item. You go on there because I already got two shirts that <laughs> in my cart that's in my mind. It's not on his cart officially, but yeah, I got the bag that I'm getting the coffee. Um, we might put a couple some, of yeah, shirts. I'm gonna get the coffee too. I want to try that. Yeah, nice. I got to buy a coffee pot. So yeah, it's it's uh, I mean we have others like we have um uh Ralph cigars and even Ball Wash is still a sponsor. But like I said, as far as a sponsor that is that communicates with us, that is always like, hey, I got this coming out. This ain't dropped yet. Yeah, look out for it. You guys want you guys want it first, like to have that kind of relationship with a sponsor is fucking awesome. And he's growing, you know. So obviously, if he's gonna grow, we feel like we're gonna grow. And I mean, it's it's nice. It's nice. So, um, yeah, that feels good. I can't even type. I have uh, ampersand in there. I have Taz bought <laughs> Appa <laughs> with, a, with a semicolon. I can't. <laughs> I'm too drunk, guys. <laughs> you write that sample. I got that spot uh, app uh, semicolon, but it's gonna it's gonna, it's gonna be good. It's gonna be good, <laughs> guys. We have to wrap this up, but you guys rock. We're gonna be fine to you. Hey, we are very happy and grateful that you guys have us yes. on the show yes. more than just once. This is our third, fourth, third or fourth, third, third. or fourth. Yeah, yeah third. at least third. Hey, goddamn it! It ain't the first time, so right, exactly. You, you could have had one fucking show with us and been like, "All right, uh, yeah, we're never calling them back." So, yeah, we appreciate that shit. That's no, awesome. That's I only, that's guys, shit. I only remember talking to you one other time. You only I only remember when his dick was out, guys. Yeah, it's the only time so I remember. Teacher, <laughs> I'll never forget that shit. <laughs> that was a rough one. 
Great. Yeah. I mean, just like I said, we, we, we're we both very grateful for the, that you guys keep having us on. And, and, you know, you guys, I mean, the fact that we also interact on fucking social media is nice, too. So, yes, well, yes, yeah. that, that's it's rare that I don't end up hating somebody on social media. So you guys, you guys are good. You guys are good. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. yeah. DTS, Dad's Talking Shit. Dad's Talking Shit. You could uh, find us on all streaming platforms and on social media dad's talking shit facebook dad's talking shit instagram dad's talking shit twitter and dad's talking shit podcast at gmail.com and i yeah if you follow all that you'll find our our personal social media shit so. we'll find it love you guys all right fellas all right thanks a lot thanks all right, again. Be easy. thank you take guys care, guys take care we have done a show we have it's been a good show it's been a great show why are you saying good? Do you remember when Rhino cut your hair? Oh, Rhino, yeah. I've had a lot of... Uh, I didn't get good at uh, going to the barber until a uh, young 30. Uh, <laughs> but, Rhino cut his own hair. <laughs> Rhino's dead. Rhino we'll is talk dead. about that another time. <laughs> we will see I used to cut my own week. hair for a while, too. That was <laughs> fucking terrible. All right. <laughs> Yeah, I'm growing up, guys. <laughs> see. He's a big boy now. <laughs> we'll see you next week. <laughs> we'll see we'll you. next year. Next week. I hope we'll I have a haircut. <laughs> I, mean, I have to. I saved in my phone uh, four <laughs> weeks from haircut. That that came off today. So I'm trying to, every four weeks, trying to go to get the haircut oh, to maintain it. Keep it scale. So, yeah. I just do whatever I don't owe people money. <laughs> Fuck! This! It's done! Yeah, because I said it's done! I'm the one who said it was done! I said Go it was on, done you first. little hysterical. You just repeat everything I say, you little fucking mockingbird. Oh, okay, I'll say something you haven't said. I hope you die, bitch. You're already dead. You're already fucking dead. No, I'm not. You're just saying that I'm the one who's alive because I'm standing here. You're dead because you're walking away. Fuck you! You're dead. I'll see you in fucking hell someday. Keep walking, sassy pants. This has been a Fat Moles Radio production. To hear more shows like this, go to soundcloud.com slash Radio. Hush your face, it's coming straight to your ears. A podcast network that's changing gears. Bringing fresh funky pods with a fresh funky beat. A family of pods that are bringing the heat. There ain't no stopping us. Keep coming back to us, sick ass pods that'll make you hush. www.hushyourface.com. Uh, 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 uh,